too late in fact you're right on fucking time this is the podcast episode 16 yay we did it can't believe i made 16 episodes already people were like dusty you always promise you're gonna do shows and then you fucking wuss out and don't ever do them but i fucking did this shit done 16 of these goddamn things i'm doing pretty good today and uh man i gotta say people fucking hated the last show message received universe did not like that shit but uh, I actually thought it was a kind of interesting show. Kind of felt bad for how it all went, you know. Uh, people got mad at me for saying I was the talent. Dusty Smith's fucking talent. There you go. Boom. The talent. And uh, people like, you're conceited, Dusty. That's so arrogant. We, we thought you had become more humble than that. And you weren't the same old jerk you used to be. Fucking arrogant son of a bitch. And I'm like, dude, slow. Okay, I guess I should have explained it. See, when you're talking to another person that's in the industry, like Vadim used to be, I think he used to be part of uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade or something. I don't know. That's what he said. But uh, talent is just a description of a role. Uh, see, like 25 years ago, very, very, very briefly, I worked as a talent agent. Uh, I worked for John Casablanca's. You guys know what that is? It's basically, it's a joke now. I don't even know if it still exists anymore, but... In Memphis and all across the country, they had these modeling schools called John Casablanca's, and it was kind of a scam... They basically just go out to malls and stuff, and they would try to get uh, people to come up, like girls to come up, and tell them, hey, you're pretty, you could be a model, you should give us your information. And then they call them, and they try to sell them on the school. And the school teaches you how to be a model, how to be the talent, basically. Not just model, but actor, um, stuff like that. And uh, so I very, very briefly worked for that school, but there actually is a part of that school that is legit. They're, they actually do teach talent how to be the talent. And yes, you show up, and you do your job, and you go home, but what you do before that it's like a lot of work. There's a lot of preparation that goes into being professional talent. And uh, so when I say talent, that's what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about a particular role. All I wanted to do on the uh, Gotcha Boys show was what I do on this show, right? I wanted to pick all the topics and I wanted to show up and I run, wanted to run a 90-minute show just like this, which is not easy. It's a, to me, it's the main job. And I wanted Vadim to, you know, instead of me fumbling around with fucking bookmarks and shit or tabs, I wanted Vadim to load up the shit I was talking about and make graphics for me and shit. And I wanted him to, you know, jump in when there's quiet space and, or, you know, when I, when he thought he had something cool to say and then kind of be my backup. That's what I wanted. That's what the main talent role that I said was. But anyway, clearly I did not make my feelings well enough known to those guys. I did not communicate correctly because they had no idea that's what I wanted to do, even though I thought I was pretty specific on that. They both said, nah, man, we had no idea that you wanted to do that. So, uh, and, and I didn't hold to it. I just kind of did whatever they wanted me to do. And I kind of went on with Vadim's vision of the show which was fine i thought it turned out well but i thought that i could have this show and that show both the same and i could be 
the talent on that show, but I can't. So instead, I'm with the talent on this show. So if you guys like have a problem with me saying that, oh well, you'll get the fuck over it. Um, starting right off, as usual, we have a Patreon for this podcast. We're up to $176 a month. Yay! 39 patrons. Really appreciate you guys who are supporting the show right now. Could not do it without you. I lost like $200 per video on my main uh, Patreon account because I haven't been making as many main videos. And also a lot of my patrons are pissed off that I'm doing this show now. And they pissed off like some of the things I've been saying. They don't like me attacking TJ. They don't like me. A lot of them are like Michael Jackson fans. They don't like me saying things about Michael Jackson. They don't like me talking about Joe Rogan. So anyway, I've lost a lot of money doing this show thus far. But the good news is the YouTube algorithm seems to like me a lot better. For some reason, the YouTube algorithm likes it when you do live shows several times a week, and they've been picking up. So actually, the numbers for the uh, subscribers on my YouTube are growing, but the money's going down. So if you guys want to see me do more of the show, if you don't want to see me abandon the show like I did two years ago, please consider supporting me on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash podcast. Also, you can send direct tips if you look in the description of this video. Uh, I have a Streamlab. If you want to just send direct donations through Streamlab, you can do that. Or you can buy a t-shirt from cultadusty.com. And most importantly... Fucking super chats. You guys can super chat me. I will answer all the questions in super chat. If you have questions for me, be sure to let me know on the super chat. That's the best way to fucking support this show. And don't have any super chats yet, but you'll see down at the bottom, like where you type messages in the chat, there is a little money sign. And uh, all the money I make here goes to my Humane Society, Mississippi Animal Sanctuary, where we rescue dogs. And so this show is completely, completely, completely supported by you guys. So if you want to see me continue to do it, please... Super chat me. Um, didn't get very many super chats on my show with Vadim because I think people were pretty uh, irritated by that show. Like, And I think he uh, didn't think that show went well for him at all. I think he thought that I kind of ambushed him and I felt bad about the whole thing and everything. So, you know, I don't know what you're going to do, right? Uh, I, I think that I thought it would be interesting to have him on and, and just kind of show you guys what I was dealing with and uh, just be honest with the whole thing. Since I had all the receipts, I knew it was going to go pretty well for me, but think he was kind of mad about it but you know who knows maybe in the future someday we will actually redo the uh gotcha boys maybe we'll do like a reunion episode or something and bury the hatchet then we'll see what happens but one thing i did notice about my last show is that a shitload of fucking popular content creators on youtube tuned into the show so regardless of how the general public felt about it it was popular amongst one crowd very much and i'm not really sure i mean i say i'm not really sure why i actually am very sure why um, people like H Bomber guy showed up. Uh, the Amazing Atheist was in the audience. Uh, Paul Zigo was in the audience. Jeff Holiday, uh, Baring actually gave me a couple super chats in the last episode, um, which I thought was interesting. He's been one of my main uh, nemesis, my arch nemesis, Baring, Funk Baring, right? So I think one of the main reasons, like so many of the popular YouTubers tuned into the last show, is because they wanted to see the drama. They wanted to see uh, like the insider podcast drama they wanted to see me and vadim go at it and uh, i don't think we disappointed them i think they kind of got what they, they were looking for um i saw a few people actually made like whole videos about it there was one guy that like did th like three hours on it the skeptic fix fit show or something whatever he did like fucking three hours on my 90 minute chat with vadim which is kind of insane if you ask me um but hey you know it works for me people are entertained that's that's my main job is to entertain you guys and uh like, I don't mind looking bad. A lot of people thought I looked like a jerk kind of on that video. And I don't really mind looking bad because I make mistakes, you know. I'm just a normal guy. And I don't mind 
putting my warts and everything out into the public and my flaws. And so people can learn from my mistakes too, because I'm learning and I'm trying to evolve and self-improve just like everybody else is. So if you guys can learn from, you know, the shit that I'm doing wrong, it makes my mistakes more valuable. So I'm not afraid to put that out there and look stupid. And, you know, it's not ideal, but at the same time, it's not the worst thing in the world, right? So we have a great show for you guys tonight, chock full of goddamn shit, man. It's going to be like a, at least a two and a half hour show, I got to say. So buckle in, get you guys some weed, get you guys some sweet tea, get you guys some coffee, prepare your asses because we got a big show for you tonight. Um, so you guys ready to be mad? I'm going to just start you out, just make you mad right off the fucking bat, just make you angry. I don't know, shit, is this not available anymore? What the fuck? What? Did they take this down? Oh, they, oh my God, they took that fucking shit down? Fuck. Well, holy fucking shit. Why did they take that down? That pisses me off. I should have saved it. Fuck, dude. This is like the cold keystone of my whole fucking show. Why did they goddamn delete this shit? Fuck. Okay, so what this was, maybe somebody in the chat will have a copy of this video somewhere. But basically, it's a bunch of kids giving a shout out to the uh, New Zealand shooter. They're like, his name was, I'm Brendan Tarrant or something. I'm not supposed to say his name, but fuck it. I know I can get this shit. Um, and they were like, yeah, good buddy count, Britton Tarrant. And subscribe to PewDiePie, PewDiePie, Britton Tarrant. And there are little kids doing this. And I was going to play that clip to piss the fucking shit out of you guys. Um, I can't believe they took it down. God damn it. Maybe they they fucking banned me or something. Why? Why do people do this? Make my show so fucking hard. Anyway, but the reason I was going to play it, I was going to play it to piss you guys off. But the thing is, I actually think most of the clips on this were like set up. I think a lot of these were probably like from Fiverr. You know what Fiverr is? Fiverr is like where you can send somebody $5 and they do whatever you tell them to do. Like... Hey, get on the line and say, good job, Brendan Tannen, or whatever the fuck that guy's name was. And these little kids are like, good job, Brendan Tannen. And I know who the fuck they're talking about. Or like they had this one woman go, kill count of 50. That's really good. We're praying for you, Brendan Tarrant. Probably somebody sent him a message that said, hey, here's $5. Uh, we just killed like five doves this hunting season. So can you give a shout out to my kill count? You know, and so they basically take all these short clips of these people out of context. And you don't know the context. So you think, hey, these are all these assholes here. Like giving shout outs to Brendan Tarrant. And, um, but the whole point of that is that we live in a troll culture now. And that's something that I try to speak out against a lot. A very, very toxic troll culture that I think I actually helped to uh, kind of create a little bit. Like my very small part, of course. There are people that did it much worse than me and people that had nothing to do with it. But I think I was a very small part of it, which is why I'm trying to clean it up now. And uh, it's actually a really dangerous, not as only annoying, but it's dangerous. Because in the troll culture, basically, the bigger the piece of shit you can act like and the more people you can upset, the cooler you are thought of. It's cool to upset people, right? Um Instead of focusing their time on actual meaningful stuff that's going to help advance society and evolve us, they spend all their time just trying to fucking upset people. Oh, look, are you upset? Are you triggered? Yeah, you're so triggered. It's just stupid. And when you have this culture that glorifies acting like a giant piece of shit, well, the crazies, somebody got mad at me for saying the word crazy because they said it's ableist, but I don't know what other word to use. The Let's say the extremist. The far-right extremists, they get into this environment of this troll culture and they're like, hey, well, I know how to be the biggest piece of shit. I know how to win this game of being the biggest piece of shit you can to be cool. I use violence because that's like an instant win of being the biggest piece of shit. And we saw that's exactly what happened to the New Zealand shooter. That's what happened with several of these people, you know. They're just trying to impress these 4chan, 8chan Denzians who know that they will be celebrated for doing horrific shit. And so they, they do it, you know. And uh, so it's... This culture that I'm trying to tackle, a lot of people are like, Dusty, please just stick to religion. Stop talking about politics. But no, politics, I think this this whole fucking 
culture that has been created online now needs to be called out, needs to be challenged. It's very important, and it's dangerous. And it's not just that. I'll go into this more, but it's it's how fucking annoying it is, right? You're not even allowed to talk about anything anymore without somebody feeling like they have to derail the conversation, even like a, important conversations like about trans rights or gay rights or global warming or tax cuts for the rich, anything. These shit posters think everything has to be derailed. Nothing can be talked about seriously. And it's like a form of nihilism that actually helps slow down the evolution of our society. And so how do you change this? Well, in my opinion, you change it by, by uh, attacking, and maybe not just attacking, but also trying to change the popular YouTubers and social media influencers who contribute to this culture and, and who uh, push this culture on the young people because it's really children doing it. And we have to let them know that it's not cool to be like this way anymore. And hopefully that they'll also carry that message on to the people that follow them. Like, no, this shit's not cool anymore. Being troll, being trollish is not fucking cool. It's just stupid. It's just stupid, childish bullshit. And uh, we're not entertained by you anymore. And we're, we just want you to fuck off and not be part of our audience anymore. And kind of socially ostracize them. Because I think peer pressure is a great way to change people's behavior. Other than like money and pain, I think peer pressure is the third greatest motivator of people. And it's probably the greatest non-violent motivator other than money. So... That's what I'm kind of working towards. Let's go ahead and check the Super Chat real quick. Super Chat. Super Chat's how you support this show. Super Chat. All right. $2. Favorite strain. I like AK-47. I think it grows easy and it has a great high. has a great mixture of indica and sativa. Um, so, yeah, I think that's my favorite. Dusty, please get non-compete on the show. He is awesome and you guys would vibe. Okay, I look into that. I've had, I've had several people uh, want me to get non-compete on the show. I think he's the one that I used his uh, chart of stochastic violence which is a good chart so dusty love the show i've been tuning in every week you're doing an awesome job thank you andrew Bourne. appreciate it give me 20 dollars. So i will take your question incredibly serious you have bought my love um you love the show which makes me love you and think you have excellent taste as well and i appreciate you tuning in every week i've been doing this twice a week this is like my what 11th show in five weeks or something really been spitting them out been sticking to it uh, I kind of like having a set time every Monday and Friday at 8 p.m. because, like, I know that you guys are expecting shows then, so I can't, like, wuss out of it. I can't just be lazy about it. I have to get on here and do this. So I'm um, really working hard on it, guys. I hope you appreciate it, and I thank you for tuning in. $5 from Tukapiti or 5 pounds or whatever that squealy, squealy mark is. Monopoly money, but appreciate it anyway. Do you think the future will be a have a global union, kind of like the EU, but the whole world, or do you think humans are just too selfish? No, I definitely think there'll be a global union. There'll be a, a one more government eventually. It'll be like Star Trek. I mean, can you imagine if aliens landed on this planet and they realized that we were still separated into separate countries, how primitive they would think we still are? Like, what? You guys aren't all together yet? I realize you're just all one people with very, very little difference between you? That's just ridiculous. How do you separate yourselves from each other? by imaginary lines drawn on pieces of paper. That doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't, really. You know, we are all one people, and we'll all eventually rise up together and realize that we're all one and join together as one. And it'll be a Star Trek-like universe, and I cannot wait for that. Don't even really like Star Trek that much, but I definitely like the universe they present and the future they present. $55 from NOK. Is that North Korea? I, I don't know. Did they let you have internet in North Korea? Probably not. I don't know, mate. Anyway, whatever it is, uh, just subscribe. Great channel. Keep up the good work. I will do, Nora, and I thank you very much. And as always, if you guys want to support this show, please super chat me. I will answer all your questions on super chat. Everybody's like, super chat's cancer. It just gives people with money the, the ability to ask you questions and nobody else gets through. I know it sucks, but like, what else am I supposed to fucking do, dude? I got to support this show somehow, all right? Doing the best I can, doing the best I can. I wonder what the fuck this pisses me off. I was going to open the show with that goddamn video. Motherfucker deleting shit, making my goddamn job hard. We're going to talk about Milo in a minute, but not yet. All right, so now we're going to talk about uh, 
fucking Dave Rubin. You guys like Dave Rubin? Me either. He's the fucking worst. But uh, Fuzzy don't know, he's been like dodging people left and right. He used to go in there and be like, it's not my fault only conservatives come on this show. I can't get leftists to come on this show and debate me. But of course, that was fucking bullshit. Dude's a coward, big as a coward you can fucking get. Because all kinds of leftists, including myself, have been like, hey, Dave, we'll come on there and whoop your ass. Give us a shot. And Dave's like, no, thank you. But anyway, finally, somebody directly asked him. He's been a... dodging, dipping and dodging from Sam Cedar. Sam Cedar's like the main guy everybody wants him to debate. He's like, dur, dur, I don't want to delete Sam he, he want, he has, Actually, he's never really commented because he doesn't want to have to comment because he doesn't want people to know that he's a fucking coward that lies about, you know, liberals not coming on a show. So this guy asked him directly. Do it. Ask. Do it. My first one is to Dave Rubin. When are you going to debate Sam Cedar on the Majority Report? Oh, I'm not going to debate Seb Cedar of the Majority Report. Yeah. I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> I'm, not gonna to, uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm just a lying prick who says I would debate people but don't really do it when the time comes. Yeah, we know you're not going to do it, dude. We know you're a fucking coward and uh, you're, you're a fake in every possible way. You work for fucking the Ferris Brothers. Ferris Wilkes, who is a hate preacher that teaches that homosexuals just like you are the same as pedophiles and bestialitists. So, yeah, you're a piece of shit, dude. But anyway, uh, so I'm like surfing Reddit yesterday, and I'm just reading. Like, I like Reddit. Uh, it's a good site to learn about new shit and educate yourself and whatnot and see what the public's thinking about stuff. And so I'm just fucking reading Reddit. And uh, there's a front-page article by Dave Rubin, and I'm like, hey, I hate Dave Rubin. Let's see if this fucking article says. And it's a weird feeling when you're sitting there reading along, and all of a sudden you come across an article that has your name in it starts talking about you. And this one, boom, there you Dusty Smith. And I'm like, what the what? Cool, interesting at the same time. But anyway, so this article is about how many people have come forward on the left and said, hey, we'll debate Dave Rubin. And Dave Rubin's like, nobody would debate me. But yeah, well, this one's talking about how Temple uh, interviewed him recently and he suggested no left wing public figures want to go on the report. He said that again. He said this repeatedly, but it's ridiculous, you know. Uh, he just said he won't debate Sam Cedar. That's number one. And uh, he won't debate Sam Cedar because he's scared. David Pakman agreed to go on there. He's scared of David Pakman. He won't go on there. And a Kasparin want to go on there and like give him a hard time, explain to him why he's nothing but a money grubbing schlub. Won't go on there with Anna Kasparian because he's scared of her. Nathan J. Robinson, don't know who that is, but uh, apparently it's somebody Dave Rubin's scared to fuck up with. And Natalie Wynn, I guess that's Contra Points. Contra Points! Contra Points is awesome. Natalie would go in there and whoop his monkey ass, but Dave Rubin's like, hell no, I ain't letting this chick on here kick my ass. She's too popular for me. Everybody loves Contra Points. Nobody loves you, Dave. And Dusty Smith, hooray! Greatest hero of our generation, Dusty Smith. I was going to go in there and whoop his monkey ass. All I wanted to do was ask him one question for every question I was asked. I think that would be entertaining as fuck, but he ain't going to let me nowhere near his show. I can guarantee you because he knows what would happen. He would be embarrassed. So fuck you, Dave Rubin, and your lying ass. We see right through you, dude. You ain't full of nobody. Least of all me. And so uh, Candace, Candace Owens, uh, went to Congress to talk about white supremacy. Good Lord, conservatives. Like, this is the best the fucking conservatives can put forth to go talk about white supremacy. Candace Owens, like, it's so fucking cringy. And even... Uh, Vadim, my buddy Vadim, uh, was on the last show and didn't think he got a very fair shake. I made a good tweet. He said, love her hater, but you have to give real Candace O credit for giving this entire tweet out of, un- or for going this entire tweet without unintentionally praising Hitler. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Uh, well, I'll just read her tweet. Thank you, Mr. President, for not only defending me, but for defending all black Americans against the baseless and persistent attacks that we receive from racist Democrats when we refuse to accept their pandering and victimization. This is the same chick who accuses people of constantly 
for one, on using identity politics, which is exactly what she's doing by labeling herself a black American, a black conservative. It's 100% what she does constantly. And uh, basically, he's talking about how she's being a victim. She's being pandered to and victimized. You are literally playing the fucking victim and using identity politics to do that. You're doing exactly the 100% same thing you accuse everybody else of. It's so fucking obvious. It's just... And it's so silly how her own fan base won't call her out for this because they don't really give a shit about that. They only care about it when the other side does it, when their side does it, it's completely fine. But everybody knows that Candace Owen is a complete fucking con artist. She used to be this big liberal and realized that she could make more money conning the conservatives and jumping on the anti-HDW shit that's so popular on YouTube right now. That's where all the money is. There ain't no money in the fucking left-wing YouTube, I can tell you that much. I think, like I said, I made like eight grand last year. I ain't making shit doing this. Would make a ton of more money if I'd have jumped on the anti-HDW shit, but... I like sleep too much and I can't do that. But people like Candace Owens, con artists, they don't have any fucking problem with that shit. But she she got pretty, pretty roundly roasted uh, for her appearance in Congress, as she definitely should have. And uh, here's her talking about the Southern strategy, saying how the Southern strategy is a myth. Uh, and what is the Southern strategy? Well, basically... Democrats used to be racist as fuck, right? Democrats used to be exactly like the Republicans are now. Republicans used to be Democrats, right? The polls were completely reversed. Uh, conservatives, and well, not conservatives, but Republicans were the party of Lincoln. You know, Abraham Lincoln was wanting to free the slaves, and the Democrats were like, fuck that shit. You ain't freeing the fucking slaves. And, like, it's true. Down in the South, all the good old boys down here used to be fucking Democrats. But then something happened. The polls shifted, and they reversed. And uh, the reason they reversed is because the Republicans had this Southern strategy where they wanted to come in and they wanted to play on the racial fears of white Southerners and get their vote. And it happened, uh, it, it started happening, I think, like the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. And it, it really flipped things around. And she says, it's a myth. But I can tell you, as somebody who lives in the South, as somebody who lives in Mississippi, absolutely is not a myth. My grandpappy was a Democrat, was kind of a racist dude, was a Democrat. And now every fucking person I live around here, all the good old boys I grew up with, all the racist good old boys I grew up around here with, they're all Republicans. Every fucking single one of them. I can't even name you a fucking racist person around here that's not a fucking Trump-loving conservative. It just doesn't fucking exist. Like my sister who's gay, and her her and her wife, they're obviously Democrats now, you know, because the polls shifted, and those who are leaning more left-wing and progressive are Democrat here, and those who are racist and conservative shitheads are Republicans, because it absolutely did shift, and her saying that the Southern strategy is a myth is just ridiculous. All you have to come down here, do is come down here and talk to people for a little bit, interview them, like, ask any KKK member what party you belong to. Every fucking one of them will say, oh, we belong to the Republicans, of course. You know, it's just stupid to say otherwise. But, um, so Candace was down there giving her a little speech speech to Congress and, uh, <laughs> laughing my ass out. Candace Owens says Hitler wasn't a nationalist because a nationalist does not kill their own people. I mean, a total misunderstanding of nationalism. I mean, if you look at nationalist countries throughout history, they have been some of the most brutal fucking regimes. It's just ridiculous to say nationalists don't kill their own people. Because one thing, it becomes it comes down to who their own people is. You know, they decide that other people that have been living there their whole lives or most of their lives are, are suddenly not their people, and so they kill them. That's what happens to the Jews in Nazi Germany, you know, and to gay people, to gypsies, to all, every, every, everybody who is considered not part of the traditional German people. Uh, we're not included in nationalism, and that's why nationalism is so violent and dangerous. And it's basically the precursor to fascism you know nationalism goes hand in hand with fascism basically all fascism is is uh extreme nationalism with a government that is uh usually not always a dictatorship but uh 
a strong right-wing government usually is involved in nationalism, which is exactly pretty much what we have now. You know, we have a gov- have a president that doesn't really give much of a shit about the law. He does things on his own and uh, tries to ignore Congress and the checks and balances of our system. So these people actually do want fascism, and that's why we fight against their fascism. And one of the part, one of the reasons and ways that they try to spread fascism is by pretending like nationalism is not a dangerous, evil ideology that's killed millions of people. When it is, we know better. We've seen the history books. We've read it. So Candace Owen is just trying to cover because she knows that she has been funded by tons of right-wing people and tons of racist people, too. They love her, even though she's black, because she's the black person that spreads all their same agenda and talking points. And so they're like, see, we're not racist. We have this black person that agrees with us. It's basically how I have a black friend. I can't be racist. But yeah, you can. You can be really racist. You can be married to a black person to be racist. Happens all the time. You can be black and be racist. Look at Jesse Lee Peterson, who is literally a white supremacist at this point. Thinks the civil rights movement was a bad idea for black people, in which is he was still in the field picking cotton. That's what he said. So, yeah, just silly. Anyway, she really has no clue what any of these terms mean. She just spouts out random, incoherent verbiage, Ben Shapiro's sped talking style, and MAGA Chud's lap it up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all it is. You know, she just says all the same buzzwords that she knows will get her attention and get her money, and she doesn't really give a shit. She's just playing you guys because she's a crypto. Crypto, crypto. But you got to see through it. Most. Normal, intelligent people see through that shit. And, you know, this is the look somebody gives you when you say that you're going to kill Nazis in a video game. Hmm. We know what you're saying when you want to kill Nazis. You think everybody's a Nazi and you want to kill us. Hmm, pouty lips. You dumb bitch. We don't think everybody's Nazis. We just think Nazis are Nazis. And I don't even really want to... Uh, I don't kill Nazis, but... Like, if they're real Nazis from the 40s, I would want to kill them. But I think just exposing them is good enough and uh, making them laughing stocks of public... Because as I said, peer pressure is a great tool for changing people. And this person says, this is Rob Russo. Everything's so stupid. I went to do criticism online in February when she said that it would have been okay if Adolf Hitler wanted to keep his activities to Germany. Owen said that there should be really be a hearing on Antifa, not white nationalism, citing that Antifa folks threw water and eggs on her at Philadelphia. Yeah, that's what's really important. They're terrorists by throwing water and eggs on us. We shouldn't like, pay attention to the white nationalists who are committing 73% of domestic terrorism at the moment, I think. The vast majority of domestic terrorism being caused by white supremacists that kill motherfuckers all over the place. And you want to talk about Antifa? Yeah, okay, some dick hit somebody with a bite lock. I think they should, like, lock his ass up for a year. 15 years for it. You assault somebody, from, you're an Antifa and you assault somebody, lock that motherfucker up. But to even pretend like Antifa is even a percentage as violent as white nationalists are is just so stupid. And it's basically a talking point that covers for white nationalist violence. And that's why they love you so much, because they know you're covering for them, you piece of shit. And uh, Tim Blake, my buddy Tim Blake from New Zealand, had pretty much the same thought on what I did. Identity politics, denial of personal responsibility for anything you do or say, playing victim and being offended, despite making it a meme that the left and political opponents are perpetually offended snowflakes. That's the modern right, and that's exactly what she did. Like when uh, Ted Lou, Ted Lou. He uh, was in Congress and he played that little clip where she was talking about how she would be okay with what Hitler did if he just kept it in his own country. But the fact that he tried to do it on a global scale means he wasn't actually a nationalist. That was just her trying to cover nationalism. And uh, so he played her clip and her first thing is, I think it's pretty apparent that he believes that black people are stupid. What? The 
This ain't got fucking to do with you being black, bitch. It has nothing to do with that at all. You're just playing the race card. You're just playing identity politics. You're just making yourself the victim, doing everything you accuse the left of doing. That's you. We see right through you. Now, look, I don't think that Candace Owens was really supporting what Hitler did. I think she's just a dumb shit who was trying to support nationalism and make, make, make it seem like Germany wasn't nationalist because, ooh, they were doing their shit globally. But, yeah, they were taking their nationalist policies globally. They were trying to make the rest of the world exactly like they are. That's not globalism. Globalism is like where you kind of open yourself up to the rest of the world and take in the best of other cultures and exchange your ideas to other cultures. It's not when, like, you go forth to make the entire world exactly like your nation. That's just globalized nationalism it's you know it's just another offshoot of it so anyway i think she's just trying to defend the idea of nationalism and the white nationalists that follow her because everybody knows she has a ton of fucking racists that follow her and support her work even though she's black let's not pretend otherwise it's so silly to pretend otherwise that's what they always do hey i'm black i can't be racist or have racists follow me hey ben shapiro is jewish he can't have white nationalists or white supremacists follow him, even though the uh, mosque shooter, the one that was in America that went in the mosque and killed a bunch of people, uh, Dave Rubin, not Dave Rubin, um, Ben Shapiro was literally the most visited person that he had visited on his computer, even though Ben Shapiro was Jewish. He didn't give a shit because all of Ben Shapiro's talking points were exactly what he wanted to hear and wanted to agree with, and that's how cognitive biases, biases work. You actually seek out the people that are most likely to agree with you or spout out the same things that you already agree with because it reinforces your preconceived notions. And so it doesn't matter if you're Jewish or not. It doesn't matter if you're black. If you spout out the same talking points, they'll seek you out and they'll like you because of it. And that's exactly what's happening here. Obvious, obvious shit. Quit playing the victim, snowflakes. We see right through ya. Let me check on the super chats, super chats. What else we got on the super chats? We only got one more super chat from Muska122. My brother was in the Blexit movement and it turned out to be an MLN... Uh, multi-level marketing to sell shirts. Owens is a house Negro for money. Yeah, I'm not surprised. They want to get you in there and get you to sell shit. It's all a big grift to make money. Um, glad he got out of that. The Brexit thing was even more cringy than the Brexit thing. Brexit pretty much fucked up their whole country with the stupid shit because they wanted to be kind into being anti-immigrant and believing the brown people are going to come get you. But they ain't, dude. They ain't the ones that you got to be worried about for. It's mainly the billionaires. Billionaires are coming to get you. So anyway... More Super Chats, please. Put the show. And we'll move on with the show. Hard to believe Candace Owens is so popular. It's very depressing. Let's see what else I got here. Uh, this, is, uh, this is me owning TJ Kurt with Facts and Logic. Oh, TJ. What the fuck, dude? So he's like, can, you, can one of my SJWs translate this into English for me? And this chick says... White people's fixations on inconsequential social norms is a way to structurally keep out non-white people who lack the cultural capital and the privilege to know every one of these inane social rules we're supposed to perform to be granted the jobs and resources we fucking deserve. And of course, TJ's like, oh, just social justice workers being social justice workers. None of this makes any sense, but it actually makes complete sense. Like he's saying, how do big words work? Explain words to me. But no, it's very, very simple to understand what she's saying. She is saying that we live under a system that was created by whites and is still mostly controlled by white people and that the white people who mostly still control the system give greater weight to their own cultural norms when deciding who to give jobs to. And that's exactly what's happened in our society. You're such a social justice warrior. I know, right? I'm such a social justice warrior by looking at our society and our history and understanding how we're in the situation we're in now. Like, it's a fact that 
our system, our society, we live in a society, that's a meme if you guys don't know, but we live in a society that was mostly created and set up by white people. And because we're a very tribal people, that means it was mostly set up and created to benefit white people. And mostly white people still run things to this day. Mostly white people still have most of the money and they're still in charge of most of the businesses. And unsurprisingly, uh, people give more weight to their own culture than they do other cultures. And so the cultural norms of their own people, they're more likely to accept and reward with jobs. And so the the system perpetuates itself. And it doesn't make me a social justice warrior to acknowledge that. I mean, it's just kind of common sense if you look around and you understand how humans act and how we're tribal and, you know, what that means in our society. So you don't always have to look out for ways to attack social justice warriors in every fucking single thing. Sometimes you can just try to be more open and nuanced to things and, and say, hey, you know, maybe these people have a point. Maybe I should just turn off that part of my brain that automatically thinks everything they do is bad and evil and just try to read what they're saying and think about it and listen and see if it actually makes sense. You know, maybe you'll overcome your, some of your biases that way. So a lot of people have been asking me and TJ to make a podcast together, but he'll never do it because he doesn't want to have to not be the talent, you know. Uh, I think that would be uncomfortable for him. It actually might happen one day. Who knows? I think that he would probably have to uh, disappoint Paul and TJ's brother a lot. And I don't think he's really willing to do that. I'm not really sure that I'd want to do a podcast with him. I mean, maybe. Um, I think the fact that we have such animosity towards each other might be entertaining. And I think that I might could change his mind or at least, you know, challenge him on a lot of ideas that could change his fans' minds. But um, I'm not sure that I even need him because I'm kind of doing my own thing. He's kind of doing his own thing. I'm not sure that it adds anything to it to add him to this whole process. But who knows? Never say never. It could happen in the future sometime. But don't hold your breath about it. And next up, Jordan Peterson is deciding to make Milo popular again. I don't fucking know why. I thought we got rid of Milo. I thought Milo's 15 minutes were up. Milo, what a disgusting piece of shit human being. But Jordan Peterson's like, yeah, Milo, that's somebody that's perfectly okay to platform and try to make more popular. Let's bring Milo back. So uh, apparently Milo is going to be on Ben Shapiro's new podcast. That'll be great, won't it? Fucking, oh God, why? Why, Jordan? Why you got to do this? I thought I'd read some of the shit Milo said over the years just to let you guys know what a piece of shit he is and... uh, question why the fuck Jordan Peterson would want to platform this fucking ass. I mean, we know he wants to do it. Jordan Peterson is a right right winger himself. He's just a conservative and he wants to prop up the same conservative system that helped him become popular. And it was the anti-HJW movement that helped uh, propel him into the spotlight, which Milo was a huge part of when all that was going on. So he probably feels like he owes Milo a debt of gratitude for helping create the system that made him millions. But, uh, so Milo on, let's see. Milo on gay people. Gays have been told for 30 years that they were born this way. That's a lie. Born this way was invented by the gay lobby as a runaround of the religious right. The religious right was saying that homosexuality was a sinful lifestyle choice. And then the gay lobby invented the gay gene. They said we're born this way. It really has no basis in science at all. The most we can say is that it's a mixture of nature and nurture and it may have some epigenetic component. Nobody really knows. And he's... And he's basically about to say that he would prefer to raise his child non-gay in this next one. Um, but, I, but the thought that I might influence my child towards a lifestyle choice guaranteed to bring them pain and happiness, however remote that chance may be, is horrifying to me. That's why, quite simply, I wouldn't bring a child up in a gay household. 
and if by some chance I were to end up having a child with a woman, I would seek to insulate that child from inappropriate situations and influences until they were old enough to understand the principles, ramifications, and yes, the mechanics surrounding such enormous decisions. So he's basically a self-hating gay, which is awesome. Um, on transphobia. I don't let feelings control my life. I'm more disciplined than other people. I have a dark ADD, Aspie brain. I'm totally autistic or sociopathic. I guess I'm both. Oh, that's not, let's see what I want to say. Okay. In 2015, he signed, an, he signed and advocated an online petition titled Drop the T that advocated separating transgender people from the greater LGBT community because once your group makes some advances, why not slam the door behind you? And uh, he gave a speech. He said, never feel bad for mocking transgender person. Yeah, they're the most downtrodden people in our society, have the highest suicide rate. Who cares? Just fucking bully the shit out of them. Why not, why not right? Just be a complete piece of shit human being. It is our job to point out their absurdity to not make the problem worse by pretending they are normal, much like fact-shaming. If our mockery drives them to get the help they need, we may save their life. He's just like a giant, giant, giant fucking piece of shit. I could go on all day reading horrific shit. I could go into the Leslie Jones racist trolling he did that Shoe on Head was a part of. Shoe on Head. But I just have to question why an asshole like Jordan Peterson would platform this guy i mean i don't really have to question it i know why but i think other people should question him on this and we like jordan dude uh seriously that's just you're not helping but he's not trying to help i guess that's the whole point and Infowars back up to prison paul Infowars propagandist prison paul joseph watson this 36 year old man who spends his days unironically wearing pepe hoodies while making videos in his parents basement about taking the honk pill he has over one million subscribers let that sink in yeah he's now he's doing this new thing the honk pill uh, I guess you guys may have heard of it, where they're trying to use clowns now to trigger the left. It's like, Ooh, are you upset? <laughs> Look, we've upset the left. We've done it. We've triggered. We've, we've tricked them to, into believing we're racist. <laughs> you look so stupid. You guys look so stupid for believing that we're racist because we've tricked you into it. No, dude, you're the one that looks stupid. You all fucking look stupid for doing this. You're all just pieces of shit whose entire goal in life is to try to upset other people instead of putting forward any social good that would actually evolve our society. You're just worthless, right? And it's so depressing that this is what the internet rewards with, like, views and money. This guy's worth, like, what, millions of dollars now? He spent his entire career lying his ass off, spreading propaganda and fear and hatred towards minorities, and he's just still fucking keeps getting rewarded by it. It's craziness. And, uh... So now I guess him and Dankula and Roosh and all these other people are trying to get Destiny banned from Twitch because Destiny said something in Twitch. I think he I think he was joking. I'm not really sure, but he was saying stuff about uh, being part of the cleansing of conservatives, which I'm pretty sure he was just joking about. But now Paul Joseph Watson and Keemstar and everybody's trying to get him banned for it. Earlier today, I posted a Twitch clip of streamer known as Destiny saying he wanted to commit violence to conservatives. Another journalist just DM'd me with another clip from January where he says this. I don't support banning or censorship, but how has Twitch ignored this? I don't ban support. I don't support banning or censorship, but I'm literally calling for banning or censorship. That's exactly what these guys do. The free speech warriors, you know, free speech for me, but not for thee. That's exactly what they do. You know, that's what... Uh, Paul's ego from uh, the Drunken Peasants and DF, DFF are basically saying about me, I support your free speech, but I understand why you got banned and nobody came to your aid. Yeah, you don't really support my fucking free speech. You only support free speech for people you agree with. That's what all these guys are doing. Hypocritical as a motherfuckers. And this is a cartoon that's going around, and I love this cartoon. A lot of people are like, this is Paul Joseph Watson? but Because it kind of looks like him. 
He's a fucking clown. And, and the funny thing is, they made this cartoon before he actually made his video about the honk pill. So they were basically preemptively making fun of him. They knew exactly what he was going to say before he said it. And so this cartoon says, Oh God, the alt-right is adopting clown memes now? Haha, <laughs> you fell for it. Fell for what? We say something random is racist, make gas chamber jokes with it, and you cry, oh, that's racist now. Just like Pepe or drinking milk and the okay gesture, we do them ironically, and you get triggered. Then Nazis and mass shooters do them for real, and then we do them more to intentionally obscure their new meaning. Uh, so it ends up being racist? Do you have any idea how ridiculous you look? Yeah, we know how ridiculous we look, dude. We know how ridiculous you look. It's just absolutely insane. How stupid you guys look. You go so far to try to trigger everybody. <laughs> Are you triggered? We, you think we're racist. You think everything is racist. I mean, really, this is what you guys spent your time on. I mean, how big of losers do you have to fucking be to spend all day long trying to think up how to upset people? You know, why not put this much effort into trying to combat global warming or trying to give the 45,000 people who die every year due to lack of health care and health care and, you know, helping the immigrants that desperately need it, you know, uh, tackling wealth inequality. Why are your days spent on such trivial bullshit? It's because you're just shit stains, right? That's why we call you shit lords. You're just horrible people who have absolutely nothing of good to add to the social discourse. And so you're like, are you triggered? No, we're just rolling our eyes at you because you're worthless, right? It's, you're not triggering anybody. We just think you're fucking ridiculous and you deserve to be called out for it. Oh. But yeah, keep supporting guys like this, TJ. Keep on doing it. Keep going, saying, oh, I disagree with Paul Joseph Watson about a few things, but here's a thousand things I agree with him on. So, hey, he's a smart, good guy, isn't he? No, no, he's not. And you shouldn't signal boost for that kind of shit. Awful, horrible. Don't do it, please. And um, more Tim Pool shitting on, and I love shitting on Tim Pool because he's like, he's basically the new Sargon, just this guy who pretends like he's a liberal, but he clearly fucking is, and he's just a conservative, just like Sargon was. Sargon doesn't even pretend anymore, like he used to pretend, but he doesn't even bother anymore because it's it's so ridiculous to pretend now. But Tim Pool is still doing the same thing, or Dim Tool, as I like to call him. So I'm going to compile my list of responses to Timcast requests. Notice that he specifically says, I shit on Trump several times a week, so it should be very easy to find examples. Let's see what he learns. So this is what he always says. I'm not a conservative man. I shit on Trump all the time. This is what they always do. That's what they always say. But well, the way they do it is this. They're, they're like, I don't agree with Trump, but here's 10 minutes of me defending everything he's ever said. Oh, I don't like Trump, but here's explaining to me, here's explaining exactly why all his opponents are absolutely wrong and he's right. Oh, I, I hate Trump, but... Here's why the left is insane for trying to come against him. So we see right through that bullshit. You know, it's just you trying to give yourself an out, pretend like you're not a fan of his, but you don't actually give any specifics on why you don't like him. Instead, you just say you don't like him and then defend him ferociously. And so anyway, uh, this is one of the things Tim Pool said. Somebody called him out. Is this a fucking joke? I shit on Trump several times a week, particularly over foreign policy actions. And somebody said, uh, can you point a recent example of you doing this? And of course, he didn't respond. So somebody else has responded, and it just shows how ridiculous it is. Just one for now, a mediocre example, because he's correcting the record about some misinformation. So first up, in 520, he says, I don't like Trump for various reasons. And uh, it's a five-second clip and an 11-minute video defending Trump. That's exactly what they do. You know, we're not buying this. We see right the fuck through you. Just like when TJ says, hey, I don't like Paul Joseph Watson, but here's 10 things I agree with him on. I've never once 
mentioned on Twitter anything I disagree with him about, but I'm just going to say I disagree with him about stuff and then post things that I actually agree with him on. I mean, we, we see right through that. You're not fooling anybody when you do that. You're signal boosting for these people and you're supporting them while at the same time trying to pretend like you don't support them. And I guess I guess there are people that fall for it. I guess there are people that really are dim, just low-wattage human beings with any energy barely going to their brains that fall for this shit, but I ain't one of them and neither is this guy, logic guy. And so he shows a few more examples. Uh, the same. This is not a criticism. It's a subjective statement. So he goes on again and again to show how Temple basically just says the same thing. Huh? I think Trump could be divisive, but overwhelmingly I blame the media. But see, I said Trump's divisive too. So me spending 10 minutes blaming the media doesn't count because I said he was divisive in one second. So anyway, we, we see right through it, Tim. You're just a fake liberal you're actually really conservative who's doing nothing but towing the anti-hjw line or the conservative line trying to help conservatives take and maintain power and only the dumbest people can fall for it and that's why the vast majority of your fan base are conservatives and anti-hjws don't know how you could argue with that like i was saying earlier they're trying to get destiny banned from twitch and uh him and Kyle kalinsky no Kyle kalinsky i like Kyle kalinsky how you pronounce the name Kyle kalinsky i think that's how you pronounce that um, but anyway, him and Kyle Glisley had like a little dust up, just a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit. It had a happy ending, but I thought I would play their little uh, riff the two of them had because it was kind of an interesting interaction they had with each other. And Secular Talk is all mad about uh, Julian Assange because they they arrested Julian Assange. He was at that embassy, and they went and dragged his ass out there, and he looked like he's a million years old. I don't know what the fuck they're doing in that goddamn embassy to him, but it ain't looking good for him. So uh, Kyle's mad because Kyle's like, if you're on the left and you're cheering the arrest of a sage over exposing war crimes, you're quite literally the definition of authoritarian, defined as favoring strict obedience to authority and the express at the expense of freedom. Congrats. And uh, Destiny wasn't having it. Destiny's like, uh, are we still doing the thing where we pretend a sage is a whistleblower trying to expose corruption and not a political operative? And uh, see, I know where both these guys are coming from. For uh, on one hand. Obviously, the uh, United States wants to try Assange for his role in the uh, Manning uh, leak, you know, where uh, Manning leaked all the documents showing the war crimes the United States were committing, and they want to get Assange for posting that stuff. And so I think, obviously, Julian Assange has every right as a journalist to post information he gets from whatever source that he wants. But at the same time, it's pretty obvious that Assange is not like just this impartial third party who just is a regular journalist who will post anything anybody gives them. No, he definitely was set out to help Trump get elected and help make sure Hillary didn't. And he helped uh, do that by withholding information that made Trump and the conservatives look bad and posting information that made Hillary look bad. So he's not unbiased whatsoever. He He's not trying to help our country at all. He's just trying to do what he has to do to make uh, Hillary look bad and Trump win, which I think is a shitty thing to do. I think he's obviously a political operative, and I'm not a fan of his, but I do at the same time understand why it's not a great thing that he is being tried and going to be uh, shipped to the United States to be tried for something that I think he had every right to do. But anyway, Kalinsky responded to Destiny, and he's like, hey, dude, I generally like your stuff. Kind of surprised by your response here. U.S. government is coming after him specifically for the 2010 Manning leaks, literally exposing war crimes, and a lot of corporate media hacks are cheering it on with zero idea as to precedent it sets. And uh, so Destiny says, if it's just for the Manning stuff, that's probably not good, not a good thing. Yeah, I agree. I just get really uncomfortable when it feels like people push this narrative that Assange was some unbiased seeker of truth holding power accountable. And so Kyle's like, okay, I knew you'd agree once you knew the crucial facts. 
And I'm glad you do. Assange is not above criticism, and I've criticized him myself very strongly. Video below. But what happened today is a horrendous precedent against a free press. And so they kind of worked it out a little bit. I think they found common ground here. I don't think Destiny said anything else after that. But yeah, kind of fuck Assange a little bit. But also, I don't think he should be tried. But here's the one thing about the Assange thing. Um, I don't know what the fuck this dude was thinking. I was reading about what a bad guest he was at the embassy he was staying at. And they were, like, wanting to get rid of him because he was, like, riding his skateboards in the hallways. Like, you're, like, 50 fucking years old, dude. What the goddamn hell are you doing riding your skateboard in the fucking hallway making the people that are hosting you hate you? You know, I'm just saying, dude, like, if the United States is threatening to transfer you to the country and be tried for war crimes, you might want to do everything in your fucking power to make sure the country that's hosting you is not pissed off by your presence, you know? Don't leave any fucking dishes in the sink or anything, dude. Make sure you wash the shit out of that stuff. Make sure you clean your toilets. Make sure your room is tidy. Don't fucking ride skateboards in the goddamn hallway. Supposedly he was mean to fucking security guards and shit, and he was doing all kinds of things they asked him not to do, and and he was just making a big scene. So, like, what were you thinking, dude? You weren't a good house guest. That's the one fucking place you should have done everything in your goddamn power to make sure that they wanted you there as long as humanly possible, and you blew it. So, anyway, that was pretty fucking stupid, dude. I guess you'll have a long period to think about that when you're in the United States prison system. So, not that I think that's a good thing, but it seems pretty likely. I mean, that's what happens when you, like, go to bat for Trump, who is an authoritarian president, does not give a shit, kind of a fascist dude, and that's who you wanted to win over Hillary. So, you know, not that Hillary would have been any better to you. I'm not saying that. Hillary doesn't like you either and would have also put you in jail. But Trump's not any better for you, so. And anyway, this is what, um, this is also from Destiny. Destiny! He's a modal sevenths. I guess that's his new account on Twitter. If you guys want to follow him, and uh, this is real audio transcript of Stefan Mal playing Minecraft with his daughter. Let's see if I can do a Stefan. I can't do a Stefan Malinux Mule Nuts impression. But uh, did you know that Enderman only makes up twelve percent of mob spawns in this game, but account for over fifty percent of all players' deaths? incredible incredible it's interesting it's interesting and of course that's making fun of the way he talks about black people blames black people for everything you know if it wasn't for the black people our society would be so much more peaceful and better it's all the black folks fault no dude you're just a piece of shit i live around black folks all the time ain't got no problem they treat me nice you just need to hang around black folks more and get to know them it's clear that you don't have enough experience to make a good call on this and another thing from destiny modal sense um, and this is just so fucking cringe. God damn it. How does Atheism Unstoppable still have fans? Like, seriously, who is still following this guy? This is a grown-ass man referring to another guy as a beta. Listen to this stupid shit. Beta feminine man. You could be, you could be a soft beta feminine man. You could be a macho chad. It doesn't matter. That doesn't mean that the male or female part of it. I mean, can you, this is a guy who's hiding behind a fucking kangaroo avatar making fun of somebody else who has the bravery to put themselves on camera by calling them a beta male. I mean, the cringe is on such a level it's hard to really explain without charts and diagrams. This is a guy who clearly has such amazing low self-esteem that he won't even appear on camera because he's afraid people make fun of his bald fucking ass. It looks like powder got cancer. And he's going to sit around and make fun of the way other guys look who are actually brave enough to show themselves. He just He's a pathetic, sad, sad human being. And... The fact that he still has fans says more about you dumbasses than anything else, to be honest with you. 
And we'll take another break and we'll read the Super Chats. See what the Super Chats got going. As always, you guys want to support the show, I need your support. Uh, Theoloy gave me $5 and said nothing. No question whatsoever. But he gave me Canadian, which is like $30, I think. So that's cool. Thank you, man. Favorite favorites? Give me 99 cents, and I appreciate that. I will go to the 99 cent store, and I'll buy me something sweet and nice. Second to talk versus Destiny still on? Uh, yeah, I just talked about that. So, wasn't much of a, like, debate or a dust-up. It was just very slight. But, like, I would ha- I would like to see them have a conversation about it. I um, mean, both of them are obviously welcome to come on my show again. $20 from Andrew Bourne. The Bourne Identity. All right, I'm going to take this shit seriously as fuck. Dusty, what do you think of AIU? Hey, I just answered that. Ha, huh, what a coincidence. Synchronicity. All he does is talk about white identity nowadays, but I've never seen him interacting with he, I guess, his opposition. Do you think he's scared to debate people like you or Destiny? I think he's scared to debate anybody that demands he walk out from behind that goddamn cartoon avatar he's hiding behind because he's a fucking coward, low self-esteem coward. But yeah, like that's all he does. You can tell if somebody's racist by what they decide to report and what they decide not to report on. Because a lot of the stuff he says might technically be factually true if you spin it one way but like if he only produces one set of facts like he only calls out like black people or brown people but never calls out the white people for the tons of shit they do too then it pretty much shows you where his head is at you know he's trying to uh pander to a certain demographic that he knows pays his bills and he knows a lot of them are fucking racist and white supremacists and he doesn't really give a shit you know that's that's his thing oh i'm just telling the truth about black people they make up a small percentage of the population and they commit lots of the crimes and instead of actually having a nuanced conversation about why this is so because you know there are actual people that study this like professionals who've studied this and who've given their responses and examples on why they think this is true instead of looking into any of that because it's too nuanced really it's just easier just to blame them because they're black or because genetics or whatever instead of looking at the nuanced answer because nuanced answers are a lot harder for people to understand and the easier topics are for people to understand the more people will believe them and listen to you so as long as you put forth really really simple answers you can get a large audience of idiots and that's basically what he's going for and Good job to you, but it still makes you a giant piece of shit, doesn't it? And Andrew Mills says, thoughts on the arrest of Julian Saints? I just answered that too. Hey, you guys are way ahead of me. Also, have you seen? Have you ever listened to Chapo Trap House? And are you as stoked about Record Store Day as I am? Have a lovely night from Denver to Ole Miss. Thanks, man. I miss Denver. I'd like to come out there and party with you guys sometime. And I appreciate the $20 donation, Andrew Mills. That was very, very kind of you. Um, like I said, I think... Well, for one thing, I think he should have to go answer the charges for sexually assaulting that girl that he's supposedly sexually assaulted. Because she seems very serious about it. And I don't think she should be able to run from that shit, you know. Uh, and uh, I think there's some other things he probably should have to answer for, too. But at the same time, I don't like like the idea of him doing an extended period of time in jail in the United States for the uh, Chelsea Manning thing. I think, you know, he has the right as a journalist to disseminate any information he's given. And uh, even though I think he's a one-sided political hack, he still has every right to put that information out there. So I think it, I agree with Cal on this one. I think it's a bad precedent that they're setting doing this. Um, But at the same time, he should have been a lot nicer to the people he was staying with because they wouldn't have been so eager to kick him out. So that's it for the Super Chats for now. Please continue to support this show. I will answer all questions on the Super Chat. So make sure that you ask me questions. I'll ask this one last before I go. Plain talk to other bread tubers. Destiny, Hassan, etc. Okay, yeah. BreadTube, I guess, is a uh, new popular channel on Reddit. So if you guys want to check that out, it's from slash r Reddit. BreadTube. And it's like uh, this, 
I guess it's kind of a socialist, communist type channel, but they really like us leftists over there, and they like the fact that we're standing up to the fascists who have kind of taken over our government, and we're trying to speak out against it and stuff. So uh, I've got a lot of love and support for them, and I really appreciate it. Rave Dubin says, do you talk about Dave Rubin being a coward? Did, yeah, I talked about Dave Rubin at the very top of the show. That was the first thing I talked about. So, yeah, we already roasted Dave Rubin, Rave Dubin. So had to re- fast forward that or rewind that or whatever the fuck the word is. and. Watch that shit. All right, next up. And this is uh, this is kind of like how subtle racism is perpetrated in our society still. And it's kind of, uh, if I was a black person, this kind of stuff would really annoy me because it happens all the time. Ex-con skips job interview, takes shirt off his back to save car crash victim. And somebody says, uh, imagine rescuing somebody from a car crash, risking your life, and then being called an ex-con. His name is Aaron. Yeah, like, why do you have to refer to him like that? You know, his name is Aaron. Decent human being, Aaron, whatever his last name is. I guess this thing says, I can't see what it is. Is it Tucker? Yeah, Tucker. Aaron Tucker. See, Aaron Tucker, you're a fucking hero. Not ex-con, but Aaron Tucker, this dude, this nice dude, gave a shirt off his back and saved a car crash victim. What the fuck you gotta call him an ex-con for? You know, it's just stupid. Like, if he was white, would they do that? Maybe. I don't know. I might be wrong about that. Maybe if he was white, ex-con, they treat him exactly the same way. But a lot of times they don't do that. And I can understand why black people, not just black people, but me. Like, that annoys me. And it has no effect on my life. So I can imagine how annoyed it would be to somebody who it actually has an effect on their lives. Cut that shit out, news people. So, and this is the thing about uh, pronouns. Everybody's like, well, I don't think... I think it's a violation of my free speech if they try to force me to say pronouns, blah, 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 blah. Something, 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 identity politics. Um, but anyway, this is from Ari Braxis. My question is, how do you deal with a person in your life that says their free speech is being oppressed because of people's pronouns and they really believe it? Well, you ask them, do you think that your free speech is being violated by the fact that you're not allowed to scream racial slurs at your job? Because that's really all we're talking about here. Um, we're talking about a small fine for people at their jobs and, you know, in public businesses or whatever and who are dealing with other employees, coworkers, whatnot, who, like, scream racial slurs, who scream gay slurs, and who basically purposely misgender somebody in order to try to make them feel bad about themselves, to try to uh, oppress them. And that's really all we're talking about here. We're not talking about accidentally misgendering somebody. We're talking about, like, say Blair White got a job at the post office and her her coworker is constantly saying, how you doing today, sir? You're looking pretty good today, mister. What's up, man? What's up, dude? What you doing, man? If he's obviously doing that repeatedly, misgendering her on purpose to try to make her feel like a piece of shit, to try to make her feel like the, the job she's working is not a safe space where she can come without being harassed, That's what we're talking about. There's a small fine for that. Hey, small fine, don't do that. How could anybody have a problem with that? Just like if you had a black coworker, you can't call him the N-word. What you doing, N-word? What you doing, boy? What you doing, porch monkey? I mean, like, there's a reason you can't do that, right? It's exactly the same with pronouns, and it's not that big of a deal. People that believe their free speech is being violated, no, it's not, dummy. No fucking it's not. If you misgender somebody on accident on the street, that's going to happen to you. Even if you purposely misgender somebody on the street, that's going to happen to you. We're talking about in business environments. You can't make somebody feel like they're being harassed in their job because everybody should be able to go to their work and should be able to work jobs and have a full life without feeling like they're being harassed, right? They're taxpayers just like everybody else. They should be able to live nice, decent, respectable lives just like everybody else without being harassed in their places of work, you know? 
And so it, it's very understandable why they, they would have like small penalties for this stuff. And if you think that you're being violated because of it, that says more about you than the law, to be honest with you. And uh, I was talking to the Telltale Atheist, I guess he messaged me and he was like, I don't agree with your whole stance on not being friends with shitheads. I think that's uh, shunning people and I think shunning people is dangerous, but I don't agree with that whatsoever. Like I said here, the reason you shouldn't be friends with shitheads is because it's important to make them pay a social penalty for being shitheads. By continuing being friends with them, you don't make them pay the social penalty unless they behave, they believe their actions are acceptable. Peer pressure works and it's like I don't. That's why I don't be friends with guys who think it's cool to talk about women. Like, <laughs> I'll grab her by the pussy. I would never be friends with somebody who said that. I would be like, dude, that's fucking corny and disgusting as shit. Fuck off. Don't be around me. Because when, when, you're, when you laugh at that kind of stuff or you, don't, or you still be friends with people like that, you're not making them pay the social penalty for it. And that makes them think, oh, well, I'm not paying a social penalty. They're still friends with me. So obviously my actions are not that bad. But no, make them pay that social penalty. I'm not hanging around with you till you change. Now, I, I will still listen to you. You can talk to me. And I will give you my opinion on stuff, but we're not going to be friendly and not be friends with you until you stop being a fucking shithead. I believe peer pressure is a great way to make social change. I believe, like, the last time, um, the fuck's that guy's name that runs the alt-right? Uh, Richard Spencer. Last time he fucking had a, a rally or a meetup or something, like, five people showed up. Like, five people is all he managed to scrounge up. And that's because the people that were coming to his events were being so socially outcast. Like, they were having their names posted on social media and be like, this is who this guy is. This guy's a fucking racist Nazi piece of shit. And these people didn't want any fucking part of it, okay? They put the spotlight on these motherfuckers and, like, cockroaches, they scurried. And they didn't want any part of it. Now, he can't get more than five people to show up at his events. And that's why. It's because we've socially ostracized these people. We've made an example out of them. And making an example out of them is a very important way to change not only their behavior, but other people's behavior. Because other people have seen what an example we made out of them. And they're like, well, I don't want to be made an example like that guy. So I don't want to repeat that guy's behavior and mistakes. And so it's an awesome way to change behavior. And that is why you should not be friends with shitheads. Don't fucking do it, right? It's like, fuck you. And, it's, and like being friends with shitheads makes you look bad, too. When you lay down with dogs, you get fleas. And so it's just not a good look. Be part of the solution, not part of the problem. And I was looking around. I'm looking to buy me a riding lawnmower here where I live, my little Mississippi community. And so you can get on Facebook, right? And you can see what's for sale in like the 30-mile radius of your house. And so I'm getting on there last night looking around. And boom, this is what they got to sell on there for. Some Aunt Jemima dolls. This is some creepy-ass shit, dude. Yep, that sounds about right for Mississippi. Like, dudes, just take that down. Don't sell those. Burn them. Destroy them. They are awful, nightmare-inducing, and racist. Quite racist, I might add. This is uh, some blackface caricatures and shit. You know, black people are not your caricatures, dude. You know, they're, they're not like this. They're just normal human beings. And the quicker you treat them like that, the better our society will be, and the better you will be also in the long run. And uh, this is one thing I've noticed about conservatives who insult me. I think it's funny. It's like when they insult me i listen to their insults and their insults to me they sound more like compliments than insults they're like ha you're a soy boy you care more about animals you, know, you care about animals enough not to want to cause them undue suffering loser and i'm like oh, that doesn't sound like an insult i'm like ha you're an sjw you advocate for a more just inclusive society pussy like i know i'm supposed to be offended but i just feel like you're flattering me like so anyway it says more about you when you try to insult people by calling them soy boys or SAWs than it does the person you're calling them that. Like, People are like, why don't you mind being called a soy boy? Because it's too absurd to take seriously. Why would anybody take such a stupid insult seriously? So just 
mainly I just find it funny. Carol, cool, I'm a soy boy, I'm a soy boy cook. There's a black dude in there right now fucking my girlfriend while I'm bathing in soy. All good to me, who gives a shit? Just words, right? Like, ad homonyms don't bother me. Like, when you come up with something substantive to criticize me with, then I might start taking offense. And even then I won't take offense because if you have, like, good reasons to oppose me, I want to know what those good reasons are because if I had bad opinions, I want to change because I don't want to have bad opinions. So anyway. But this is one thing I want to say about the pronoun issue. And I've been a big defender on trans rights and uh, trying to take up for them. I've tried to be an ally as much as I can. But, like, even me, I make mistakes a lot of times because I'm still new to this. So I just want to say... One thing I'll say about the pronoun issues is activists need to be careful about villainizing mistakes. Many of us are still learning and haven't been exposed enough to this in our lives to understand the etiquette yet. But there's a big difference between a mistake and being malicious. And this is, uh, this is actually talking about something that happened in not my last show, but my show before that, where I accidentally misgendered uh, Caitlyn Jenner. And it's because I didn't know what the etiquette was. Like, I was talking about Caitlyn back when she was considered Bruce Jenner. And, uh, and when she, back in the day, would have called herself he now she might have still thought of herself as a she internally but externally she would have called herself a he and so basically when i was talking about the past tense of her that i guess i was dead naming her dead naming is a that's another thing i'm learning apparently dead naming is when you use their name from their past life before they transition and it's like not really encouraged um so you really shouldn't call caitlin jenner bruce jenner you should just refer to her as Bruce Jenner. But anyway, apparently, I was referring to her before the sex change, or you know what I'm saying. And so I called her a he, and everybody was like, dude, dude, no, no, that's bad. Like, we, we were offended by that. I'm like, oh, oh, sorry. Like, I did not know that the etiquette was to refer to them, even in the past tense version of them, in their current pronouns. So you're supposed to call you're not supposed to say Bruce Jenner anyway, I guess. You're supposed to still call her Caitlyn Jenner, even when she was Bruce Jenner. Um, but also, you're supposed to call Bruce Jenner she and her, I guess. That is the etiquette, apparently. And I did not know that, but I know it now. And so, like, you guys got to give me a break because, like, I'm from Mississippi. I understand I'm not trying to be a dickhead. I'm actually trying the opposite of that. I'm trying to learn. It's a, it's a very minor thing to me to learn because, like, if you can learn how to correct yourself and, and that keeps you from being a dickhead, that's a very small price to pay, in my opinion. And I have no problem doing it. But at the same time, you got to, like, be patient while we do learn this stuff because, you know, our society is changing. We're becoming more inclusive. But if we haven't been exposed to this stuff, we don't know yet. And so you got to give us time to learn it before you jump our shit. But now I know about that. And so you guys do, too. Make sure that you refer to somebody in past tense using their current pronouns because that is the socially accepted etiquette. And this is one of my favorite people on earth. I fucking love this chick. This is Lin Hua, who uh, is one of the founders of the White Nationalist Movement group. The Idaho and Ethnic European Idaho Heritage Foundation. Holy shit, I love her. Can you imagine this girl sitting around one day and she's like, what do I want to do today? Hmm. Let's set up the Ethnic European Idaho Heritage Foundation. I'm like, uh, dude, you're Asian. Nah, it doesn't matter. You can still be a white supremacist and be Asian. You know, they can, we're high IQ, so they consider us to be one of the good ones. So it's all the same, Asian, white. We're all the superior race, right? No, dude. That's just crazy as shit. Like, but, I don't know. Shine on you, crazy diamond. And this guy clearly, look at this dude. Her boyfriend. That's some good white Aryan stock right there, master race. Uh, I want to say you could do better, but if, like, you're an Asian chick and you're, like, one of the founders of a white supremacy group, you probably can't do better. That's about as good as you can do. So stick with that dude. Hopefully he doesn't beat you or whatnot. 
And next up, uh, if soy face is a meme, I suggest punch face become a meme. Now, I'm not saying you should want to punch this guy in the face. No, no, I'm saying that. I'm not saying you should punch this guy in the face. I'm just saying that you should want to do it. And uh, I definitely want to punch this guy in the face. Uh, apparently, he uh, got kicked out of school for calling ice on one of his fellow students and he's like all proud of it <laughs> look i'm making america great again <laughs> i got rid of a brown person <laughs> god dude seriously like i hope this shit haunts you for the rest of your life it should you should take shit about this for the rest of your life just like when i said anti-semitic and racist shit that shit should haunt me for the rest of my life it should be used as an example for everybody else forever this should be used as an example for everybody forever you should be made an example out of because you're horrible awful 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 human being Let's check on the super chats. Super chats. Got two. Uh, only got one more. Ten dollars from Reed Charbonneau. Love you, Dusty. Glad you're back. Would love for you to do a segment on the peonage, which is the seventy plus years of slavery following the emancipation. Haven't heard any of my heroes even breach the subject. All right. Well, I would have to do some research on it, so I will look into that and try to do some research on the peonage. Fun word to say. And I've tried to talk about some of the social issues that were caused by slavery and the uh, uh, laws and oppression that followed. Sl- Even after slavery, there were still 100 years of oppression, 100 years or more of different stuff. And I've tried to point that out. But uh, anyway, super chats. Make sure you super chat me. All the money goes to the Animal Sanctuary. So you're really helping out and encouraging me to continue the show. And let's continue on. So, uh... Thought I'd get Blair White a little shit. I've heard that Blair White is actually doing better now, maybe doing less uh, political stuff, and hopefully she's getting better. Now she's been hanging out with Jacqueline Glenn a lot and stuff, but every once in a while, I just like to point out the things that when I was being smeared so hard by the anti-SJWs, and they were saying, Dusty just saying this shit to get attention. Don't listen to him. He's old and irrelevant. He's just trying to be irrelevant again. Don't listen, don't listen, don't listen. That's all they fucking did. Sometimes I just like to point out the things that I was actually calling them out for so you guys can see that I wasn't wrong when I was calling them out. I was just saying, hey, look at the shitty things they were doing, and to make you not listen to me, they smeared me. And this is like her. You guys remember when Blair White posted this so that her giant conservative fan base could viciously mock these trans people for not meeting their socially acceptable criteria? That's exactly what she did. Continuously did shit like this. She just posted pictures like this, trying to get her conservative audience to make fun of these people, uh, and which they did. They fucking brutally viciously attacked these people because they're different and made fun of them. Just like like Mean Girls, basically. Just like an episode of Mean Girls. They're just fucking bullies. They want to bully anybody who's different, anybody who's fucking a little different, make you feel bad about yourself or daring to be different. So you'll be more socially acceptable. So you'll conform to what they think you should be. Just a horrible fucking person. But hopefully she's getting better. I don't know, but uh, when I was calling around on this bullshit, I was right, and they smeared me for it, and I think it's perfectly perfectly valid to point out and explain why and uh yeah this is crazy texas lawmakers consider the death penalty for abortion basically we are so pro-life we will fucking kill you and that's really what we've come to in this society they don't give a shit about the babies after they're born there's actually good evidence that say that aborting unwanted babies helps society and not only helps future crime because uh, unwanted babies who are born are more likely to commit crime in the futures because they have a harder circumstance growing up. But it also uh, helps lower the uh, social handouts we have to pay to people. You know, we need less of a social safety net, welfare and stuff, because a lot of these people who grow up in homes where they're unwanted obviously end up on welfare and shit. And it also, uh, because they commit less crimes when they're aborted, it helps l- lower the burden on the justice system and the courts and the jails and whatnot. 
So it, all around, it's better for society for unwanted pregnancies not to go full term. And uh, But these people, conservatives, don't give a shit about the baby once it's born. Once it's born, it's on your own. You know, we don't have to have a social safety net to help you. We don't have to have abstinence programs to make sure that you don't have kids out of wedlock. We don't have to have programs to help people stay out of drugs. We'll just fucking put you all in jail if you do anything wrong and have most of our population in jail and fuck you. But if you try to abort your babies you don't want, we'll kill you for that. Death penalty for that. And it's just, this is why it's so dangerous to continuously do nothing but shit on liberals and give conservatives a pass like people like Tim Pool and just the entire anti-HJW community does because all you're doing is you're helping conservatives take and maintain power and this is the kind of shit they're trying to do. They're trying to take women's choice away from them, basically make them incubators. You know, once you get pregnant, you have no choice. You're going to sit there and incubate that baby to full term. And if you don't, we will kill you. And it's just so scary as fuck, dude. This is why we fight. This is why we oppose this shit. The conservatives who have taken over, they, they have to be stood up to. They have to be fought. We cannot stand idly by. People are like, Dusty, just keep talking about religion. Don't talk about anything else. Bullshit. There's a toxic culture that needs to be called out, and I'm going to call it out. And if you want to hear me just talk about religion, then sorry, you're shit out of luck. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to talk about everything I think is important, and this is something I very, very much feel is important. You guys remember Buddy King? Buddy King! He's another one somebody says is getting better. Um, he's kind of got out of the politics stuff after he was kind of made fun of so much for standing for people who are clearly white nationalists and white supremacists. They were using this guy as a token. And so I just pointed this out to show you guys. Like He's another one of these guys who smeared me heavily back in the day. And I just want you guys to know, when I was calling these people out and they were smearing me, a lot of, the, a lot of people remember that I was being smeared, but people don't even remember why I was being smeared. They just remember, Dusty sucks, he's a cook. They remember how these people made them feel by smearing me, but they don't remember what they actually said. But these are the kind of things they were smearing me for. I was simply calling them out for stuff like this. And um, remember when Bunny King called me a rat for criticizing these guys and instead took up for the one guy who was an admitted white nationalist and also the other who would be named the new it boy by the two largest white supremacy websites on the internet? And that's exactly what happened. I basically was like, these guys are using you as a token to try to prove they're not racist by look at our brown friend we have. And you're fucking taking up for them every chance you get, doesn't it? And you're calling me a rat for calling them out. Like, you're literally calling me a rat for calling out white supremacists and white nationalists. And I said, serious question. Do you consider someone who pays a white nationalist to be their co-host and allows them to use their platform to spread white nationalism as a rat? If not, why? And, of course, Bunty immediately jumps in and he defends these guys. Are you talking about JF? I interviewed him. It was fascinating learning about his positions. A lot more nuanced than I imagined them to be. This is a white nationalist he's talking about. Yeah, I didn't call him out on his white nationalism at all. He was fucking entertaining. I don't have any problem with him. Who cares if he's a white nationalist? Uh, dude, you're like brown Indian guy. He is the exact type of person he would have, you would have, he would have kicked out of the country. What is wrong with you? Andy's not a rat. He's not helping Nazis win some kind of dumb internet war. He's hosting conversations with controversial people. The Nazis literally think he, they, he helped them win this war. The two largest white supremacy websites on the internet literally said he was their new it boy. Now, he may not be racist himself. I think he is, but maybe he's not. But racists definitely think he's racist. And, definitely, and racists definitely think that he's helping them. You know how I know? Because they fucking said so repeatedly. And they're some of the biggest fans of his shows. And they're some of his biggest fucking supporters. So to say otherwise is just crazy. And the fact that you would defend these motherfuckers as a brown person is so shameful. But this is, like I said, this is one of the guys that smeared me for calling him out on this. And like I said, somebody said he's getting better. And somebody said, hey, he's a nice guy. I think he means well. He just, you know, he's just too dumb and he allows himself to be used. And yeah, I guess he's a nice guy. You know, I haven't really had nothing against him too much. But at the same time, uh, this kind of shit does, does, does deserve to be called out. And I have no problem that I called it out. And the fact that you guys smear me for it is pretty shameful in my opinion. 
And next up, I just passed 50 million views on YouTube. Everybody's like, your channel's dead, Dusty. Your 15 minutes are rough. You suck. You're so irrelevant now. But I mean, I'm still rolling pretty strong, dudes. Just passed 50 million views. Like, I never, ever, ever dreamed that was going to happen. Now, of course, that ain't shit compared to, like, PewDiePie or huge channels. 50 million ain't shit. But for me, from just a little old southern boy on his fucking computer sitting around making videos in his underwear in his living room. Shit! That's huge, dude. I never thought I'd make it that far. So congratulations to Dusty. Pat on the back. Keep up the good work, Sora. You rock. And let's check the super chats, super chats. Uh, nope, no more super chats. Come on, dudes. Gotta support the show. Super chats. Let me look and see what kind of questions I'm getting for the regular chat. For you peons in the regular chat, what are you saying? Uh, abortion equals... No suffering for the baby. True, you don't have to grow up with parents that don't love you or don't want you. Much better. Yeah, Contra's awesome. Love ContraPoint. She does good videos. She's kind of having a moment right now, and I think she deserves it. Um, definitely puts a lot of time into her videos, and uh, the work is paying off without a doubt. What happened to helping ignorant people? I don't know what that... I'm not in my underwear right now. I'm kind of in sweats right now. But a lot of times I am in my underwear. I just say that because I think it's funny. Let's watch some videos. Let's switch it up a little bit and watch some videos. I have a couple here that I think are pretty entertaining. At the bottom. At the bottom. All right. First up, what are we going to watch here? Okay. Uh, you guys might remember, I have one of my most popular videos is Can Magic Help You Win a Fight? And these are these no-touch motherfuckers. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? They're like, they have all these fans. Or these, I guess they're fans. They're students, I guess, who they convinced that they have magical powers, and so their students are kind of like brainwashed, and they go along with it, and they make these motherfuckers actually think that they have magical powers. But you ain't got no magical powers, motherfucker. So this is a real life versus these no-touch motherfuckers, and I thought this video was cool. So here he is in his fantasy world. Oh, look! Oh, yeah, they're definitely not playing along, are they? And here's him versus some real motherfucker. Oh, Alright, let's see. Do your magic, motherfucker. Let's see your magic. Do it. Oh! Not looking good. Oh, he's touching you. So much for your no-touch. Oh, he got you. What you gonna do, magic man? Wave your hand. More magic, please. Nope, nope, no, no. That's where you fucked up right there. You let him punch you in the face, dude. It's over already. That shit don't work. The other guy's, are you okay? I just killed him. Yeah, you killed him. That's what happens when you punch a motherfucker face like that. So stupid. But some people, sometimes people have to learn their lessons, right? They learn they ain't magical and shit. And look at this motherfucker. This motherfucker's so brave. These are the, like, these are so Liberal laughable. Liberal motherfuckers. I need some exercise. All right. We'll play this. This is a guy basically threatening liberals. Look at this old chubby guy. These guys think they're so fucking tough. Like, this is why I don't pretend like, like I'm tough at all. Like, I'm 44 years old. I ain't been in a fight my whole fucking adult life. I ain't a tough guy. I ain't gonna fucking sit here and pretend to be tough. It's just so cringy and embarrassing. But, like, this is how they are. They think they're so badass. They would whoop that liberal ass. Man, even, even a moderately tough liberal jumped on your ass. You'd be dead as dog meat. So let's listen to this guy brag and pretend like he's so tough. Cringy as fuck. Uh, uh, what? Uh, uh. Hit it. Get it. Get it. Uh. Okay. This is for all you liberals. Okay. You see this out of my head? Yep. I got my hat in today. Cool. The reason I bought this hat is not for supporting Trump because I voted for him. Oh, I'll, I'll continue to support him. And I'll vote for him again. Yeah, but the reason I got this hat because I see that these liberals 
like picking on weak people. I'm daring your asses to smack this hat off my head or grab it off my head. I will give you an old-fashioned ass whooping. Mm -hmm. I want you to grab it and snatch it off my head. I dare you to touch anything <laughs> belongs to me. See, you people go out there and you want to pick on the weak, pry on the innocent. And guess what? I want you to do that to me. Mm -hmm. I'm so tough. Because I'm going to give you a free trip to the ICU. Mm -hmm. Your medical bills are going to be extremely large by the time you get out of there. So you see this hat on my head? Yep. It's going to be worn every time I leave my house. Ooh, you're so brave. I'm beating one, you liberal motherfuckers. I need some exercise. <laughs> you clearly do. I haven't whooped anybody's ass in over a year. You ain't ever whooped anybody's ass, dumbass. Kids don't count. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to whip me some liberal ass. That's what I want to do. I'm used to beating children. I want to fucking bitch slap the liberal out of you. I'm sure you do. I'm going to hit you so fucking hard when you wake up in about two or three weeks, you're going to think you're a fucking Republican. So, you're going to be so stupid, you're going you to be a Republican. You're going to start acting like one after that. I'm going to so, knock your brains out. So you're all you liberals. Republican. You see this hat on my head? It's a target. Come see if you can't snatch it off. Just so fucking cringe. For one thing, like, very few people have actually had their hats messed with. We live in the age of online where when you see it, like one thing happens, it's like everywhere. So when a very few things happen, since they're broadcast everywhere, it seems like it's much more common than it actually is. But it's not common at all. You see people with these hats everywhere. No one fucking bothers them. You've just you've bought into the hype, bought into all these videos that make it look like people are really, really upset about this fucking hat when it's just very, very few people. I do agree. Anybody that gets upset over MAGA hats is silly. Just fucking ignore them. Who gives a shit? Like, them wearing that hat actually helps you because it helps point out who the dumbasses are and who you can avoid and stay away from. But they have every right to wear this hat if they want to and picking on them about it is stupid. But guys like this, I'm so tough. No, dude, you're an old fucking man. Like, no one's scared of you. No one's worried about you. You would get your ass whooped handily by anybody who's even remotely fucking good at fighting. It's just sad that you think you're so tough and embarrassing for you. But also very fun to look, laugh at because you are a joke. On uh, this, like, let's talk about... Let's talk a little about toxic masculinity, shall we? Like, if this... Well, shut up for a second. Even the music. Even the music is toxic. I'm just kidding, of course. Just hard metal. But anyway, basically, it's a, it's a slap contest. And these guys are like, I'm going to prove what a man I am. I'm going to sit here and let another big man slap me in the face as hard as he fucking can over and over again. I'm a man. I'm proving it to everybody. No, you're just proving what a fucking idiot you are. Why? Why would you allow anybody to slap you in the face over and over again, you fucking dumb shit, okay? You don't have to prove anything to anybody, okay? Just because you're a man doesn't mean I have to prove how manly I am. If, if you're really manly, then feel like you don't have anything to prove to anybody. That's how you really prove that you're a man. Like, I don't. that's why I don't get in fights with anybody. I don't give a shit what you say to me. Call my mom a whore. Sure, she's a whore. Who gives a fuck? Fucked her myself last night. Don't give a fuck. Cause say anything to me. Like, because I don't have anything to prove to you. Having something to prove to other people is a sign of weakness, in my opinion, you know? It's, it's a sign of insecurity. Constantly having to prove yourself. You don't have to do it, man. Once you're secure enough in yourself, you no longer feel like you have to do shit like this. And this is like toxic masculinity at its finest. None of this shit proves you're a man. It just proves you're a fucking idiot. So, anyway... It is kind of fun watching these guys slap each other, though, I must admit. you know, I wouldn't be a part of it, but <laughs> yeah, dummies, I'm not letting that big guy... Look, he ain't slapping nowhere near as hard as that guy is. 
Like some of these guys just know how to slap like a punch. And some of these guys know how to barely slap. And it just ain't fucking fair. Look, you didn't slap that guy as hard as he slapped you. You gotta learn how to slap better. That dude has a punch slap. You about to, oh, yeah, no, why? Don't, don't let people do that to you. Don't let people slap you in the face. Nose. Don't, don't feel like you have to prove yourself. It's just horrible, horrible, horrible. But anyway, what you guys think about that? You guys like slap fighting? And look at this shit. Tell me religion ain't a fucking mental goddamn illness. I shit in it on my voice. Got him, got him follow them around like they're fucking my sheep. sheep my sheep all follow my me sheep around. Come. All of my sheep come. All of my sheep follow me around. This, how cultish can you all fucking possibly get, dude? Come. He has complete control over his cult. He literally do anything for this dude. Man, but religion is so powerful. Such a powerful tool to control people. Always has been. It's always been like this. That's the whole point of religion. It's a control mechanism. It works fucking brilliantly. My sheep come. My sheep come. Cut down the aisle on your hands and knees, my sheep. Give me all your money. Give me blowjob, my sheep. I fuck all these sheep mouths and asses. What are you doing? This craziness. That's kind of the type of church I grew up in. Not quite that crazy, but Pentecostal shit was pretty fucking nuts. Like snake handling almost. Not quite snake handling, but back that shit up a little bit. And here's a video that'll piss you all off. This is a dude who is, uh... Yeah, show the video, motherfucker. How do I show the video? Show it. Do it. Uncover video. There you go. Sit in this hospital bed. Right here. You see my cheek? Go at it. You got the right guy. Hey. Look, this fucking guy. Fucking bully ass. I guess he's a corrections officer or a police officer. I don't know which one he is or whatnot, but... These fucking bullies, they think they're such hey, tough guys. They have no problem abusing people. Look. You get the right guy, I'm gonna walk up and slap you right in your face. Watch. Do it! Yep, see that? You fucking asshole. You fucking goddamn asshole. Guys on a gurney just gonna walk up and slap and You're such a big tough man, aren't you? Look how tough I am. You can see his blood splatter everywhere over here. You see his fucking blood as that guy smacks him around. I think that guy did five years for that afterwards. He should have done more than that just to soften the shit out of that dude. You're not a big brave man for doing that shit like that. You're a fucking coward. Fucking as cowardly as you goddamn can be. And it's, it's, you should be ashamed. You absolutely should be ashamed. So... Another example of toxic masculinity. What? You challenged me, told me to slap you. I'll show you. You picked the right one. I'm a man. You don't challenge me. I'm a man. No, you're a fucking little titty babies. what you are. You're sad. Sad, pathetic, little, tiny, bald, nothing. Nothing of a piece of shit. That's what you are. Um, and it's like I was saying earlier. Yeah, it's a slight hassle to have to learn all the new social etiquette when it comes to re-educating yourselves about pronouns but it actually is a very small price to pay not to be a dick and i know you yeah i know i'm a social justice warrior yeah i get it but like trans people are some of the most abused and downtrodden people in our society and probably some of the most of all time right and like i said their suicide rate is incredibly high if i can just make a very 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 minimal effort to make their lives better and to learn the etiquette and the ways they want to be treated to show them proper respect why would i not do that why is it so awesome to treat people like pieces of shit these days? You know, it doesn't make any sense. I don't want to be that kind of person. You know, I want to be the change I want to see in the world. 
everybody's like, Dusty, you're just pretending to be a good person by being a good person. Okay, that doesn't make any sense, but sure, right. I'm just pretending to be a good person by being a good person. What's the fucking difference, right? Just be a decent human being. We don't have to be pieces of shit to each other like this. Unless somebody's, unless somebody themselves is a piece of shit, then you can distance yourself from them, not be friends with them, call them out. But somebody's not hurting anybody, like trans people, like transvestites, gay people. They're not fucking hurting anybody. They're not hurting you. They're just living their lives. It has nothing to do with you. So why be a dick to them? Why not make their lives a little easier if you possibly can? I already saw that cartoon. I think that cartoon's cool. If you guys want to follow me on Twitter, my new handle is Cult of Dusty One. Cult of Dusty One. Cult of Dusty One. Because my other account was permanently banned by she who shall not be named. But you know what I'm talking about. That bitch. And uh, I did ask that question. I already talked about this earlier, but I had a little question about when Caitlyn Jenner was still a Bruce Jenner. And uh, like I told all you guys, apparently the consensus is to always refer to them as their current pronouns and not the pronouns that they used back in the day. So, uh, and also, I know all that drama happened between me and Vadim and on the Gotcha Boys, but I still think we ought to sell these t-shirts. I fucking love these t-shirts, man. Soy Force Unite, the guy that made that, is very talented, and uh, I can't believe I poured all that soy milk all over my body and all over my face for nothing. Shit, man, what an intro. And I love this t-shirt. And I think the uh, fact that we had so much drama surrounding the episode, it just makes the makes it cooler, right? The epic backstory just makes this shirt cooler. So uh, maybe I'll try to get the rights to this shirt someday and sell it as a gag. Don't know if anybody's interested in that, but I think it's funny anyway. And uh, let's see here. And you guys hear about the black hole picture? Apparently uh, NASA just released the first ever photo of a black hole. Why the hole got to be black? I can't be a white hole, fucking racist hole. But anyway, uh, apparently one of the women that helped it happen was this programmer, Katie Bauman. And uh, her work on this has been highlighted a, a great deal because, you know, they're trying to give shout outs to women in sciences to make women feel like they're, you know, more included and to inspire other women to get involved in these kind of uh, jobs because there's not enough women doing it. And so completely understandable why you'd want to give her a shout out and boost her up and make her a shining example to other girls. But apparently... Fucking misogynists and the anti-SJWs and the MRAs, they ain't fucking having it. They're all fucking pissed off. You're just trying to shove this woman down her throat. And they're all being all bitchy about it because, oh, feminism, your political agenda. Dudes, why do you have to be like this? Why? Why can't you just give this woman credit because she fucking helped do something amazing? Yeah, she's a woman. Women do deserve to be shout out sometimes. Fucking quit going crazy every time somebody gives a shout out or praise to a woman. That says way more about you than it does any kind of feminist agenda. Is your manhood really that fucking fragile? If it is, man, you might want to re-examine your whole life, you know, because it's kind of pathetic and sad, right? Frustrating that these dudes are so popular on the internet. This is what's taken over, but it's this toxic culture I'm talking about, right? Needs to be fought back against, needs to be caught out every step of the way. And people are mad at Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders came out and said he was a millionaire. They're like, <gasps> you're a hypocrite. You're a millionaire, dude. I thought you were supposed to be Mr. Socialist and everybody should have the exact same amount of money and you're just fucking hypocritical. But like, if you look at Bernie Sanders' policies, he's not actually a socialist. He's a social democrat, right? Just like I am. And social democracy is actually a form of capitalism. It's actually the best form of capitalism we've developed so far, in my opinion. And Bernie has never said you shouldn't be a millionaire. Hell, like, I'm real liberal, and I have no problem with millionaires. It's fucking billionaires I have a problem with. It's people with hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, these fucking hoarders, who don't think that 
any amount of money is ever good enough for them. They have to keep sucking it out of the system over and over and over again until the wealth inequality is so high that people in the bottom never have any chance of experiencing the kind of lifestyle that they would otherwise normally live if the wealth inequality was lowered, right? And so Bernie is not speaking out against millionaires. I think people should be able to make, hell, a couple million a year is completely fucking doable, in my opinion. Completely acceptable. A few million dollars a year, no problem. It's when you get over that that I think the taxation rate should kick in. It should be, you know, much higher than it is because they've actually done studies that making over a certain amount of money has diminishing returns. Like, you'll work your ass off to a certain level, but over that, you're not really working any harder for that money, so it's actually better for that money to go back into the system and help the people that you employ. Um, what happens usually when you tax higher incomes, like, say, $10 million and over at a much higher rate the people making that money don't want to pay that money to the government. So instead of what they do is they end up giving that money to their employees or to charities or they have to spread it around instead of hoarding it to themselves. And it actually gives a big boost to the economy. That's what they found out. That's what we found out during the Great Depression and whatnot. So, yeah, these are the kind of uh, this is the kind of system that Bernie Sanders wants to set up. You know, this is the kind of policies he wants to implement. And uh, they're not the antithesis of capitalism whatsoever. They're just part of it. And it doesn't make him a hypocrite to be a millionaire. It would make him a hypocrite to be a multi, multi, multi-millionaire, a billionaire, but that ain't the case at all. And trying to call him out for that is just, you know, trying to call out bullshit to smear him with when it really doesn't go against anything he said. We say right there, yeah. Uh-oh. Somebody blocked me there, I guess. What the fuck? Who was that that blocked me? I don't know. Why did you block me? LOL liberals? Why did you, maybe maybe that's why I couldn't see that shit before. They blocked me or something. God damn it. You fucked me, dude. Why would you block me? I didn't do anything. Fucking people always blocking me, making my job harder. Don't do that. So, uh, oh, yeah, and this is what we were talking about earlier, that girl who uh, helped make the black hole picture a reality. And I guess that she, like, only coded, like, 5 or 10% of it or something. Another guy coded most of it. They're like, why are they keeping her credit instead of this dude? Like, there's no problem with giving both credit, but giving a shout-out to a woman is not a problem, you know? It's actually a good thing to do. But Roosh, he's one of these real popular conservative anti-SJW dudes, and he's just a fucking nut, this dude. This black hole photo is almost certainly fake. I'm not good at Photoshop, but can create a more believable black hole photo. It only went viral because the news is desperate to pat a woman on the head for doing anything but make a baby. It's like, dude, why are you like this? What is wrong with you? Like, seriously. Somebody wants to give praise to a woman, and you're immediately offended by it. You're exactly, you're actually worse. You're worse than all the social justice warriors you pretend to hate, right? Um, that didn't load up. But, yeah, it's... It's, and this person says, dang, he's even more of a misogynist than I thought he was. What a ridiculous person. And he actually is a total ridiculous person. You know, the first thought when anybody tries to give women the praise is, that's Photoshop and it's fake. The fucking liberal agenda. Women can't do anything right, so it must be Photoshop. No woman is going to fucking program anything that's beneficial to society, so they are faking it. Oh, fucking evil liberals. Like, why, dude? Why do you have followers? Really, why? Makes no sense. And talk about the Yang gang. Um... This guy says, I'm shocked, shocked to find that racism is going on here. And this is basically uh, Andrew Yang sitting down with Ben Shapiro. And uh, then I'm saying, I don't know why so many racists follow me. I'm trying to push away extremists and shit. But, like, you are attracting them when you talk to people like Ben Shapiro. Like I said, the, uh, the mosh shooter, the American mosh shooter, Ben Shapiro was the number one person he visited, I think, on Twitter or something. And he doesn't care. These people don't care that Ben Shapiro is Jewish. So don't say, he's Jewish, so he can't be the bread and Nazi puppet. Yeah, they don't give a shit. He spreads all the same exact ideas that they already believe in, you know, all the anti-SJW, pro-conservative bullshit. 
And so they don't give a shit if he's Jewish or not. And so when you're hanging out with people like this, people that inspire these type of people, yeah, you're going to draw these type of people. So not the best people for you to be hanging out with, Andrew Yang. But at the same time, I have been reading more into Andrew Yang, and he is doing, I don't know I don't know if I'm saying the best he can, but he is doing okay, I guess. We're trying to distance himself to the multiple, multiple white supremacists and racists that are following him and supporting him. He has spoken out against them and said, I don't want them. I don't understand why they're following me. I have nothing to do with their ideology. I, I think they're shit. Don't give me money. So he's doing a pretty good job of that. And at the same time, like I've said before, if if they were going to support somebody, it's way, way, way better that they support him than Trump. So he's actually growing on me. I'm kind of I'm not part of the Yang gang because the Yang gang is kind of a racist douchebag piece of shit group a movement. But at the same time, like, I don't think it would be that bad if Andrew Yang got elected. And I think a lot of these shitheads that support him uh, will be supporting a good thing for a bad reason, which is much better than supporting a bad thing for a bad reason. So I'm getting on board a little bit with the Yang, but I uh, still think most of, not most, but many, 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 many of his supporters are total pieces of shit. And we'll stop here to read a little super chat, super chat. Uh, let's see. I already read that one. All right, Rave Dubin again. $5. Gotta love it when minorities defend white supremacists because it means I get to stay in the cool club. Yeah, it's kind of a shame. They they allow themselves to be used as tokens, but it's very lucrative to do that. It's very lucrative because they're like, oh, see, I can't be racist. A black person is a brown person that agrees with me. Yeah, Bunny agrees with me. See, I ain't racist. Candace Owens, that's exactly what I'm saying. So I can't be racist. It's you Democrats who are racist, but no, dude, it's, you guys are still racist. Just because a black person agrees with you doesn't mean you're not a racist piece of shit. 49 for Lord Vader says, congrats, man. Keep up the good content. I used to be a hardcore anti-SW and probably like you and H-Bomb pulled me out. Or And probably, I guess he means people. People like you and H-Bomb pulled me out of it. Put this to good use. Will do. I will buy me some cat food with that. Um, we need to actually get a, a riding lawnmower. That's something we need for this fucking sanctuary because the grass is all growing up out there and I need to take care of that. But anyway. Um... $10. Here's some ch change for the animals. Enjoy the hell out of the show, Dusty. Much love from Texas. Well, thank you, Sherry226. I appreciate that. I will specifically buy some dog food with that. They like bacon flavored. They are spoiled as fuck. My little monsters. But I love them. I love them. John Smith gave me a dollar. Thank you, John Smith. Appreciate that. I will put that to good use. And as always, more Super Chats, please. I'm going to wrap the show up. We're an hour and 45 minutes into this one. So we're going to finish up with a few remaining stories. So this is the last chance to get your support in for the Super Chat and for the show in. So if you have a question for me, any question, I will answer literally any question you have. No hose barred. I am an open goddamn book. Dusty ain't scared. Bring it. And uh, Lori Lawlin, is that her name? Uh, the chick that was on, what is it, Full House? She's all in trouble because she bribed the school $500,000 to get her kid in. And she's like, oh. God is going to help me through this. God is going to fucking help me. He's on my side. Bullshit. If God was on your side, why do you have to pay $500,000 to get your kid into a school, okay? And imagine spending $500,000 and get your kid into school and your kid is mad at you. Her kid like doesn't like her now. Her kid's like, you ruined everything. I was like a social media influencer with over a million people following me and kissing my ass all day. And I was making tons of money just tweeting and shit. And now it's all over because you brought people to get me into school. And man, that, what a bitch. That's why I ain't having no kids, man. You can literally spend $500,000 to help your kid out and they'll still fucking hate you for it. 
And I was reading that uh, apparently the situation is much more extreme and dire than she thought it was. I guess she thought, Lori Lalin, that is, thought that they were just going to give her a slap on the wrist and let her go. And now she's suddenly realizing that she actually might do serious jail time. And she wishes she would have took the plea deal they offered her, but she didn't. She thought they were just bluffing and shit. So Lori might have to go to jail. Talk about a full house. Going to be a full house in your bunk. So anyway, don't bribe your kids into school. It's just some white privilege bullshit, isn't it? Like, going to college was never a fucking, even an idea for me. I knew no one was going to pay for it. I knew I wasn't going to get any scholarships. I knew that was not even a fucking option, so I didn't even think about it. Would have been nice to have a fucking mom who was a fucking rich and get me into an Ivy League school like that, wouldn't it? But most of us don't have that benefit in life, do we? Most of us just have to fend for ourselves and survive. And uh, here's something Dark Matter tweeted out. You guys remember Dark Matter? Dark Matter's pretty cool. I like him. Does some amazing videos. But anyway... If, there's really, if there really is a God who inspired the Bible, it's entirely possible it's meant as a test to determine who is capable of thinking for themselves and recognizing true evil despite what they are told to believe. And he shows this. This is a, a sign that multiple churches around the country have pulled up. Remember, it was, remember, Satan was the first to demand equal rights. Remember, Satan was the first to demand equal rights. Remember, Satan was the first to demand equal rights. Remember, Satan was the first to demand equal rights. Ah, so awful, isn't it? Equal rights, giving everybody the right to vote and making everybody equal and getting rid of oppression by law. Horrible, definitely for the devil. My good Lord, people, what the fuck? So scared of change, so scared of the status quo changing that They'll even demonize stuff like equal rights. And that's what people like Jesse Lee Peterson does. You know, black people literally think that the civil rights movement was bad for black people. The most insane shit. And we're going to end on a little happy note. Show a little ha few happy videos because you guys know how I like to show a little happy videos. Look at the big kitty. Look at the big kitty. Just love the scratch. Just like, don't stop. Don't stop with the scratches. I just love it so much. It's just a big kitty, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Who's up? Who's a boo boo? Oh, it feels so good. Just purring so loud. I just want to take him home with me and have him eat my guts out. Because he would. He would eat me in one big gulp. Yeah, but I love him so much. Anyway, that's a little happiness for you and for me. Love that shit. And, uh, what is Trump hiding? Uh, this is something that, uh, o OAC or AOC or how the fuck you pronounce her name. Apparently, that's some crazy-ass shit, too. They're trying to get this girl killed. I swear they are, man. Like, we just had the guy who sent the pipe bombs out after all the uh, liberals and stuff, the crazy Trump supporter, trying to kill liberals with pipe bombs. And then uh, right after that, we had the guy that was in the Coast Guard who they caught. Uh, he had a whole bunch of weapons and bombs and shit, and he was just about to plan a terror attack where he went and killed a bunch of liberals and a bunch of Congre liberal congressmen and shit. And now, this uh, college Republican group they labeled her as a domestic terrorist in their fucking uh, pledge drive that they were trying to put out and make money on. Like, literally calling her a terrorist. Gonna get this chick killed, man. Of course, she spoke out against it. She's like, dude, you guys are gonna fucking get me killed, right? Um, and she says, this, put me in, this puts me in danger every time. Almost every time this uncalled for rhetoric gets blasted by conservative groups, we get a spike in death threats to refer to Capitol Police. Multiple people have been arrested trying to harm me, Elon, and others at GOP. What is it going to take to stop? And that's a good question. Like, 
this is crazy. Like, this is an official GOP group for college, and they're sending out a thing calling her a domestic terrorist. This is, like, literally, you have so many crazies following her, following you guys, and on the Republican side, you could literally get her killed. So you guys need to really stop this stuff. And the funny part is, is uh, in a statement Friday of the Guardian, the group apologized to her for the use of unacceptable language in this email. And they said, we do not approve of the message conveyed. So they're basically like, we don't approve of the thing we actually said. We don't approve of the message we sent out. Uh, yeah, you do, dude. You got caught for it. You got called out for it. But you approved of it. Why the fuck would you send it out if you didn't approve of it? You know exactly what you're doing. You're trying to rile people up and scare them and use fear to spread your agenda and your message to make money. That's what you guys always fucking do. And you're going to get somebody killed. And when it happens, they're going to be like, well, don't blame us. We're not responsible. We can't control what our fans do. We can't control what our audience do. We're not responsible. They have their own agency. But yeah, dude, you're partially responsible for stirring up crazies. We see right through you. Don't be fucking dipshit. And, uh, uh, so, anyway, I was gonna give a shout out to Steve Shives because he actually made a video I thought was pretty good. Um, waking up to Sam Harris not making sense. A lot of people give Steve Shives a lot of shit and people compare me to him all the time. They're like, Dusty, you're an SJW now. You're the new Steve Shives. And I don't really know that much about Steve Shives. I know that he blocks a lot of people. Um, and he's given reasons for that. Now people have explained that to me. And I guess I can kind of understand the reasons a little bit, but I don't do it. I don't block anybody because I kind of look at it almost like a game. Like I'm using all these little minions to, to level up on and all these little assholes and shitlords that come in and shit talk me all day long. I just basically use them as experience on what to say and how to handle the arguments and what the arguments are. And then I level up and use their, uh, I use that experience against the big bosses, you know. So you can say anything to me you want to say to me. I don't block anybody on any of my social media platforms. And how I handle that is up to me. You know, that's the way I feel about it. But they feel differently. They feel like they don't even want to waste their time engaging with trolls. And they don't believe they have anything to add to the conversation that's of value whatsoever. So why would you allow them to troll you? That's all they really want to do is waste your time. So they just get rid of them to begin with. But anyway, regardless of that. The video he made about Sam Harris is actually quite good. I'm not going to play any of it, um, but if you guys want to watch it, I highly suggest it. And it explains why everybody has a problem. Not everybody. Why so many people have a problem with Sam Harris, why they have a problem with uh, the way he puts forth his material. And uh, I think he explained it really well, and I understand why Sam Harris has got such a bad rap these days. So if you're wondering about that, definitely check that video out. And uh, somebody gave me a snap, a Snapchat, a Super Chat. Get off there. A super chat a couple weeks ago, and they wanted me to comment on this article about Bernie Sanders and pseudoscience. Um, and I didn't really do my homework on this like I was supposed to. Sorry. I feel bad about it. So I just wanted to show everybody this just because the guy gave me a super chat. And uh, you can actually go research for the sub and see what you think. I am going to read this article and try to get it for the next show. I just ran out of time. So sorry about that, Mr. Super Chat. But I didn't forget you. I'm working on it. So please forgive me. So, anyway, let's, speaking of Super Chats, let's see if we have any more Super Chats. Super Chats, you are the lifeblood of this show. You are the reason I keep doing this. A dollar for John Smith, a dollar for Parker Aguaya. That's all the two I got. Thank you. Appreciate that, guys. Back to the show. And, uh, yeah, so uh, this is kind of crazy. I'll just go ahead and play this. This is what our president had to say about the border and how he wishes that our army could go down there and basically murder people and rough up the immigrants down there and treat them like other 
countries, you know, and you know what countries he's talking about, like North Korea and the, all these dictators he really admires and continuously praises. He wishes our military could be more like them and treat brown people like they do. It'd be a big difference if we did, right? I can't believe this guy is president. Let's have a listen. If you don't have a wall, and they all agree, you don't need drones. Drones, wonderful to have drones. But you don't have a wall, it's, it's never going to happen. It's all never going to happen. Your border people are fantastic. Border Patrol, your military, fantastic. I'm going to have to call up more military. But our military, don't forget, can't act like a military would act. Because if they got a little rough, everybody would go crazy. So our military can't act like they would normally act or like, in, uh, let's say, another military from another country would act. Woo! Crazy. He's basically the same guy who just, like I read you guys in the last show, that guy, that Iraq veteran who was basically slaughtering innocent people, stabbing teenage boys in the throat and holding their heads up and bragging about it. Trump is on record making sure that that guy has a better experience in jail, this fucking mass serial killer murderer. This is the kind of Trump, this is the kind of guy Trump is, you know. He's a fucking psychopathic killer. He wishes that our military could go there and shoot people and kill them and make an example out of them and like brutal dictatorships do. And uh, you want to talk about fascism. This is what fucking fascism is. You know, it's ultra-nationalistic with a strong leader who pretty much ignores all the other branches of government and all the checks and balances and has authoritative power. This is exactly what fascism is, and this is what we're fighting against, folks. People don't understand what fascism is, but it still exists in this country, and it's growing, and we have to fucking fight this shit because it's dangerous. We are all one people. You know, we are the world, we are the children, and it's fucking true, dude. There are these imaginary lines on pieces of paper that separate us are bullshit. You know, there's very, very, very little difference between us, and these people trying to come to this country are trying to make a better life for themselves and, and their family. And yes, we can't take everybody in the world and it wants to come in. Yes, we have to have borders and laws and a, a system, but at the same time, we have to treat these people with respect because they're just our fellow human beings and they deserve to be treated with respect and they're just trying to do exactly what you would do if you were in their situation to help their families, right? So the thought that we should send our military down to the murder these people and make examples of them like another country would do, it's just terrifying, man. It's, it's fascism in its truest form and it definitely needs to be called out in fault. And uh, speaking of which, Trump is basically on record trying to send... Some of these uh, ICE detainees to sanctuary cities to punish them. Sanctuary cities are cities that don't work with ICE as closely as people like Trump think they should um, to round up illegal aid, uh, illegal immigrants and stuff. They don't I'm automatically call ICE when they find illegal immigrants like uh, committing crimes or whatnot. And so Trump wants to punish them. We'll send all these illegal immigrants over to your place, and you, we'll see how you like it. But this is not how fucking leaders act, folks. But leaders don't try to punish citizens because some in their government don't do what he wants them to do. You know, that's what a petulant child does. That's what a fascist does. And it's, it's evil. He's an evil man. If you're still supporting Trump, please rethink yourself because you're definitely part of the problem, not part of the solution. And guys, remember Pat Militich? Pat Militich used to be a fucking mixed martial arts fighter. He was pretty good back in the day, and I guess he's a coach or whatnot. But it turns out he's a dumb piece of shit. Guess he got punched too many times in the head. And so here he is saying, Care to explain why America, which is supposed, uh, which is supposed best medical system in the world, that's not even good English. Oh, no, with it supposed. Okay, I guess I'm not good at reading. 
Care to explain why America, with its supposed best medical system in the world and most vaccine by far, is 30th on the list in terms of best infant toddler survival rates? So he's basically saying, we have the best healthcare in the world and we have the most vaccines, yet we still have incredibly high infant mortality rates. God damn, you're ignorant. First of all, we don't have the best healthcare system in the world. Not even close. Other countries treat their citizens for about half of what we do. They have longer life expectancy and they have a better quality of life than we do. I mean, our healthcare system sucks. It's great if you're rich. Now, if you're super rich, we have the best healthcare system in the world, bar none. But if you're not fucking rich, definitely not the best healthcare system in the world. And fucking vaccines are not causing these child mortality rates to go up. It has nothing to do with that, you fucking moron. Most of it has to do with the poor quality of our healthcare system because the poor cannot afford to get the best healthcare system. It's not provided to them like it is other countries. And that's a big part of the reason our infant mortality rate is so fucking high. Just look into it for a few seconds punchy. Maybe you'll educate yourself in this and it'll look slightly less like a giant dipshit like you do. Fuck you, Pat Militich. Disappointment. And we're going to end on, well, we'll have a couple more. This is a good one. Um, thought this was funny. Trump is like, we will never forget 9-11. We'll never forget. Uh, yeah, you forgot, bitch. You totally forgot. Here you are. Over in Saudi Arabia, touching their glowing orb like a big, creepy, orange dickhead. These are the people, 14 out of the 19 hijackers were from Saudi Arabia. These are the people you're selling billions of dollars of weapons to so they can oppress other citizens. So, yeah, don't pretend like you gave a shit about 9-11. Don't pretend like you haven't forgot about anything. You're literally selling weapons to the people that helped make it happen. You literally covered up for them when they came and they murdered a United States journalist, okay? You don't give a shit. This is just politics for you. We see right fucking through you, dude. Not everybody is as stupid as the people that support you. Most of us are not this dumb. And go finish it up. We've got two more to finish it up with. And uh, here's this chick. And I just want to play this this little chick. And, and uh, see, she fast as shit, right? She's got a little stick. She's swinging it around. And she's got a little badass. And yeah, man, that's some speed on her right there. That's very impressive. But I'm just saying, like, I don't want to brag. And I know you guys may think, Dusty, stop bragging. I hate to brag, but I think I could take this little girl. I do. I think I could take her. Now, I know what you're saying. You're saying, Dusty, this girl would whoop your ass. Look at her. Look how fast and strong she clearly is. But, you know, I just think I would kick her down a little bit, you know. Uh, She's like a seven-year-old girl. I think I could take her. But I don't know, man. Maybe she'll whoop my ass. Maybe that's just me trying to be a big shot. But I don't know. Come at me, little girl. Let's see what you got. I ain't scared. And uh, we're going to finish it off with this one. A little happiness to finish it off with. It says, oh, so I know it's going to be happiness. And, oh, this little boy just loves his cat loving. Look at that big smile on his face and the waggity tail. He just loves to be licked on, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He's a good boy. Oh, so happy. I just love him with his little waggity tail. All right, yeah, I'm gay as shit. I don't give a fuck. Fuck all y'all. Makes me happy. Let me be happy, goddammit. All right, we're going to finish it up while reading the Super Chats. Last chance of Super Chats. Carrie W. gave me a dollar. Uh, Parker Guar gave me a dollar. Okay, we're going to read a few comments. So if you want to give the Super Chats, last chance. Make sure you do that, and I will read it. And uh, let's see. Any good questions here? Brown people bad and take away our jobs. They're communists. Yeah, I know. Brown people bad. That's all you need to know. Fucking darkies. It's America. This is our country. We're natives. 
We belong here, not you. That's a whole fucking country of people that immigrated here, dude. You are not a native unless you're an American Indian. Uh, looking for uh, Dave, looking for rubes. Yeah, Dave is the kind artist, definitely. Do you not understand borders? I don't know if you're talking to me, but I have an idea of what a border is. Yes, not that difficult of a concept, to be honest with you. Uh, Trump poll numbers in the 30s, maybe low 40s. It's surprising that it's that high. Like, how bad a president do you have to be before people were like, okay, fuck this dude. This is just, he's the worst. Like, it, it's almost like a joke at this point how bad he is. Bernie was a pretty decent candidate, but he was never given enough of a chance. Yeah, they kind of screwed Bernie over. The DNC did, definitely. They should have made him the candidate. He would won, but no, they had their heart set on Hillary. And obviously Hillary would have been a lot better than Trump is, but still... Not the greatest candidate, clearly a horrible candidate, and she lost. Even though she got millions of dollars and more votes, she still lost. Our millions, not dollars, but millions of more votes, she still lost. Um, you sent somebody a Dark Matter 2525 video for handing out religious pamphlets. That's a cool thing to do. Dusty's so butthurt over an election that's over and done with. Must be that derangement syndrome. It totally is. I'm so butthurt that... You know, Trump is taking our country in exactly the wrong direction with stuff like global warming, and he's putting a trillion and a half dollars on our credit card and giving it to billionaires, and people like, you know, Citibank, who helped cause the global financial crisis, are giving $3.1 billion extra a year in tax cuts, and, yeah, and the social safety net that helps the poorest and most vulnerable among us just being cut. Yeah, it's not great. I think anybody with even a small conscience should be upset by that. But I know you're a Trump supporter and you don't give a shit about people, so I'm just butthurt. I'm just the butthurt libtard. Fucking Dusty, you're such a cut by caring about other people. What's wrong with you? Um, all right. I guess that's going to be it for the show. We did two hours. Right at two hours. Woohoo! We did it. Been a pretty good show. And as always, I appreciate you guys for joining me. I will be back on Monday. I think today's Friday. Monday at 8 p.m. Look, if you guys like this show, please consider telling your friends about it. Let's help grow this show up. I think uh, this is one of the better podcasts out there, in my opinion. I know that I'm conceited as fuck. Why wouldn't I be? But uh, I think it's a good podcast. And I actually am doing a lot of work on it to try to uh, make it better. And I think worked out most of my issues with my technical difficulties and stuff. So... If you guys like the show, please consider telling your friends. Please consider uh, supporting it. As always, my Patreon, Funchlast Codcast. Uh, I could definitely use you guys' help. I'm trying to build it up. As I said earlier, I've lost $200 per video on my main account. So doing this show is actually hurting me money-wise. But I'm going to keep doing it because people seem to really like the show. And uh, so if you guys want to keep seeing me do it, please support me and I'll keep doing it. Uh, as always, you can send me uh, direct tips through Streamlabs, which is in the description. And also you can buy t-shirts from cultodusty.com. And uh, direct tips on PayPal, cultodusty2 at gmail.com. Lots of different ways you can support me and help our animal sanctuary. And I'm going to check one more time to make sure we don't have any more. Nope, no more smart chats or what is it called? Super chats. That's the word I'm looking for. So anyway, thanks for joining me, guys. As always, I will be back Monday, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern. As always, till then, love you guys. See you soon. And logic. Fuck yes. Bye, dudes. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it.